0: What it is, what it do, gamers. This is Kevin, a.k.a. Shownuff71, and you are tuned in to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. with me in the digital studio got my partners in crime we got dez the bay area terror what's going on my friend
1: not much just happy to be back with this new season uh a lot of stuff is going on in 2018 i cannot wait to talk to you guys about it
0: sounds good sounds good and alongside us we got the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar joe hey. fungo what's going on buddy? my buddy
2: not much man just uh Relaxing on this wonderful Saturday here, uh, it's ready to talk with you guys about games. Love them games. So, games of the future.
0: Games of the future. There are future anticipations. Uh, before we go into that, do uh, you guys have anything you want to mention regarding the uh, your uh, Christmas, New Year's holidays? Anything in particular you did you want to share with the folks, or anything of uh, note happen for you? Good.
1: Uh, for me, not really. I, I just got a lot of, I, you know, I bought a lot of um, games uh, because, you know, Mister. Uh, I was down in Fresno visiting Mister. Fangoul, and you know he loves to live vicariously through people buying games. So, yeah. so Captain I bought, Enable. Yep, I bought a ton of <laughs> games, so I was excited for that. So,
2: okay, okay, yeah. Um, everything was cool with my holidays. This is kind of low key, uh, obviously vicariously living through desmond and his purchases of course because he's buying stuff i've already owned and so it's like <laughs> uh as far as any deals i mean uh, there's a, quite a bit of target clearance uh took advantage of a but lot targeted, of it, a lot yes so and then also gamestop came in with the uh uh, boosts weekend in fact there's a boost this weekend too so i mean pretty much uh, um the things are ripe for the picking if you know what to pick <laughs> what should i say so <laughs> but yeah christmas and new year's everything's cool i know you you were sicker than a dog right kevin so i mean i hope you're feeling better now so i'm assuming he's feeling better i mean he was sounding pretty good you know, yeah.
1: but, I, but I don't want to speak for him just in case, you know, um, he's still he, he's still getting over it. Like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to speak for him. But um, but yeah, Kevin, how how have you been? Uh, how have you been feeling?
0: Uh, well, I've been like I said, I've been I've been not just now I said I had a Skype issue. Sorry, folks. A little behind the scenes. But um, I've been sick since Christmas and I've only been feeling good. Uh, since maybe Wednesday, this, this, this past Wednesday. We were recording on a, on a Saturday. So I missed the first two days of work. And uh, so, yeah, all my time off from, uh, from the job, I spend recuperating from illness and uh, under a self-imposed quarantine. There's a really bad bug going around, and those, those folks who even had the flu shot uh, depending on what strain you were unfortunate to get bitten by, uh, the flu shot—it's uh, it, not—it doesn't respond to the flu shot. So uh, I have a feeling that's the one that I got. But other than other than that, I had a a, um, a nice Christmas. I didn't get to spend it with as uh, spend as much time with family uh, as I had hoped to because I was sick, but, uh, got a, got a chance to visit, uh, in-laws out of town and that was nice and hung out with my mom a little bit. And that was cool. Uh, nothing really of note, um, that, uh, happened, but, uh, but yeah, we had a pleasant, we had a pleasant Christmas, Uh so uh, we and 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 a, and a uneventful New Year. So the only thing is that my neighborhood sounded like a gun range from like 1030 through like maybe 1 a.m. 2 a.m. Uh It's like, as I as I always say, you can always tell we don't live in the hood anymore because on New Year's on New Year's Eve, all the gunshots going off, not a cop around. In the other, my other <laughs> neighborhood where I lived, uh, yeah, the cops were everywhere. But uh, this, I guess, this is where all the responsible gun owners live. So, you know, as long as you're responsible and shooting live rounds up in the air, not knowing where they're going to land, uh, I guess that's okay. So, but other than that, had fun. Um, so everything's good. Uh, other side note, my One X bit the dust. Uh, it's not uh, <laughs> three days shy of being two months old. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: yeah. That's terrible. That is yeah. horrible. Yeah. Well, you know, all that true 4K and unfair power, and, and all, <laughs> it was feeling all them pixels. Uh, it was in a perpetual state of Kao Dragon Ball Z uh, reference for those who get that. I just
1: like, couldn't uh, take it.
0: It just couldn't take it. It just collapsed on itself. So uh, dummy me, I did not opt for the um, in-store replacement warranty like I normally do with all my console purchases. Uh, and you'd think I'd know better after going through eight Xbox 360s with a Red Ring and death death. But... Ooh,
1: eight? I didn't know it was eight? that many.
0: Oh, yes, sir, eight. Ooh. And number eight, Red Ring, the moment I plugged it in. <laughs> so... Me and Microsoft, uh, I have, I've been having issues with their quality control, but, uh, so after, after we complete this recording, I'm going to jump on the customer service, jump online with the customer service folks and have them send me out a coffin and get this thing replaced, I suppose, so.
1: Um, in the comments, you know, let us know how many uh, Xboxes, Xbox, X bones you've gone through, because I think this is a pretty much a record for, for, for what I
0: ate. Oh, no, dude, there are people. Seriously? 12, 14, uh. 16. If you include the Xbox 360. Now, the, now the weird thing is uh, with regard to the the original Xbox and the one S, those things are solid as a rock. For whatever reason, the issue seems to, the, these issues with the 1X only affect the Scorpio edition. And I have no idea why the standard 1X seems to be also solved as a rock. Uh, but for me, it's not even giving me an error message. The system boots up. I get that little message that says, hello, Kevin, you know, logged in, but the uh, dashboard doesn't come up and it's just a black screen. When I push the home button in, as you know, where you get that dialogue for when you want to turn off the controller or turn the console off, that pops up. And I'm able to move my cursor to wherever it needs to go and, you know, turn the system back off. I just, that's all I can do. I can turn it on and turn it off. It won't do anything else, <laughs> so. That's just and, wrong. Yeah, and, fortunate, and fortunately it, because it, it, uh, I had my copy of Star Wars Battlefront 2 the mechanical functions work you know you hit the the eject button it spits the disk out you can put a disk back in you know so the mechanical functions are working there's just something wrong with uh, the the OS does not come up for whatever reason so you can't do anything with it so yeah <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, shout out to glovebox from bad fodder figures I think he's He had to send his Bonex back uh, to Microsoft as well. So, uh, uh, yeah, you can add me to that list. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's also with the Scorpio edition. But but, uh, shoddy consoles aside, um, the reason why we have consoles is to play games on them. And uh, 2018 looks to be a very exciting year for gaming. Um, as far as uh, what's on the, the near horizon and what may be coming later on down the line. So we're going to be talking about our most anticipated titles for 2018. So Desmond, why don't you kick things off with uh, what we're we going to, each doing our number five through number one. So why don't you kick us off with uh, your number five, my friend?
1: So my number five is is a fairly, I want to say it's a fairly interesting game. Um, it's uh, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. And the reason why is because I'm a huge Studio Ghibli fan, and I played the first one, and the first one was very interesting. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I know it took a little bit of time to get into, and you really had to kind of, you know, sit just sit in and, and really be like, hey, I'm going to start playing this game. Um, but I enjoyed I enjoyed that experience and I believe that this one will be more of the same, though I think it's going to be a lot more, I want to say action packed. I don't know. There's something about the the Studio Ghibli art, uh, artistic style for the game that I really, really enjoy. And this guy, you know, this this, this prince has got fox ears and it's just, it, is, it just seems like it's going to be a lot Of fun, Uh, I get a little bit of um, from the people running around with you. uh, I get a little uh, that 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 sort of tales series uh, part of it. Um, You know that seems to be how people like to to do um, action RPGs right now, um, which is something that I used to really dislike. Actually, like I liked, I was a huge, or I still am a huge turn-based battle fan. And so, like, it took me a long time to get used to the tail style of, of, of action RPGs. And it looks like this is a little bit of that. But but I, I enjoy it now. Like, I really finally started getting, getting used to it. So I'm like, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm excited for that. Uh, it's supposed to come out March 23rd uh, for the PC and the PS4. So I will definitely be buying it for the PS4. Um, so, so that's mine. So, uh,
2: no, yeah, that's uh, definitely on my list of two as well. I've already had a prepaid and pre-ordered last year, so. Oh, there you go. On uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, even though they're not working with Studio Ghibli this time, it's heavily influenced by their style. On there, I think Studio Ghibli's on hiatus basically right yeah, now. Yeah, it, uh,
1: it is. It is, but but that Hayao Miyazaki look. You know, is still present in 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 the presentation, and I and I just like the visual representation. Oh you know, yeah, for is, sure. You know, and 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 it just seems like I don't know, for whatever reason, it really seems like a like that fantasy you know Dragon Quest sort of thing. I don't know, there's something there's something about it just that just really kind of like speaks to my you know inner anime you know <laughs> guy. I, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to say to nerd, but it's like anime. You know, I'm hesitant I, to say I, that, but but I really like. This looks fun. Like it's bright, it's colorful. You know, it's gonna have that kind of anime angst to it, and and, I, and I'm here for it. And it's like, yes, yes, I'm there. Let's do this.
2: I'm thinking, Kevin, you might like it too because it is real time action too, as well. So it's not turn based this time. So
0: yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely interested. It's it's one of the games I kind of wished would uh could have gotten a uh, a bit more shine both at E3 and at PSX, but. Uh, Des, well, I know that some of I've heard some concerns over the combat. I guess it was more of a either a tactical or turn based style, the first game was. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you uh, any apprehensions with it going with a more action focus as opposed to its uh, roots? No. from the first
1: game. Honestly, I'm not. You know, I I I feel that I have evolved as a gamer, so to speak. <laughs> so so I can I, I I I can uh appreciate and adapt to um new uh combat styles. So I, I think this game is definitely worth, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and and experiencing it. You know, I I I think it's worth it. So so uh, March twenty twenty third, pick it up. It's supposed to come out last year, but you know, it was delayed. But I don't think, you know, I don't think super I, I don't think delays are a bad thing unless it's like played for like a super long ass time. Like that that's yeah. bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But but a general like a once you know, delay to, to really polish things up. I'm fine with that. You know. It's not like there's a plethora of other games coming out, you know. So mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of a gluttony of games, but So that's my number five. Joe, uh,
2: what is your number five? Well, before I roll out my number five, it did have some honorable mentions because uh, I can't can't,
1: sit down. He's got a lot.
2: Don't don't have too much. I'm just going to mention briefly uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. I've been looking forward to uh, digging back into the uh, onion layers of fighting game fun. With that, that comes out basically in almost like two weeks from now. So I'll be talking about it a little bit more on the show, of course. Um, stuff from E3 last year, Anthem, um, Bioware's new game. Um, still anticipating that. I know everyone's saying it is a "quote unquote" Destiny killer. Ooh, ah, but
1: that's you know that's <laughs> interesting to me. That's only yeah. an honorable mention. I thought it would be much <laughs> higher up on the list. I'm I'm very interested now to hear to hear what your list of list is if that is an honorable mention like
2: well Mm. well to me it's a little bit too far off to me right now i know the date right now is like uh, winter or fall of 2018 and that's like um if if i was a betting man in las vegas if there was a line as far as if this game gets delayed to 2019 i I would bet heavily on it being (laughs) double down on it huh double down yeah you you got it so so but uh you know We'll have to see maybe E3 this year to see if it's on track for 2018. I bet you anything it's not, though. So, but we'll see. I think I, at what happened after Andromeda and Mass Effect Andromeda that uh, EA and Bioware might be um, not trying to push things out as quickly on it you know they're going to kind of hold their cards closer to their chest i think more publishers have been kind of taking that approach taking the bethesda approach where you're going to announce a game and release it like three four months later on there and granted the game's already announced but we'll have to see we'll see more at e3 because i bet you anything we're probably not going to see too much uh, of Anthem before then. So, um, also on my list, Far Cry 5. I'm very much anticipating that game. I just reserved the uh, gold edition with the steel book and all that. I can't wait to kind of dig into that. But uh, at the same time, it's not my top five because there's other games I'm really looking forward to. And then. Uh, also, to uh, Dragon Quest 11 which hasn't even been announced for a US date as of yet. But um, if any games on my radar, as soon as that thing gets announced, I am going to be there day one. I was thinking that they might have announced this over at PSX, but uh, hoping sometime soon on there. Obviously, the game's been out in Japan for uh, since September, uh, August of last year. So, I mean, I can't wait for them to. Finally, unveil their plans. I'm almost thinking they're going to wait until the Switch version is um, out the door in Japan before they bring the game out for all platforms. So,
1: so you saying it was out uh, August of 2017, or was it 2016? I thought it was 2016. No, it came out August of 2017 in Japan. So, okay, yeah. Now, now, I don't feel so bad. You know, we're usually all really on the late on the late show when it comes to
2: you know that game, those games. Well, it's because when they finally released it they basically translate it all into like i think five different languages because then they're not only worrying about the english version they're worrying about also releasing in europe so they have to take care of the french translation german translation spanish translation and uh you know also get it out as well so i think that's why there is a significant delay sometimes uh, especially with the dragon quest title i know the 3ds games took a a little bit of time to make its way over on there but uh, with this being a little bit more prominent version another thing to keep in mind too with dragon quest 11 is that the um japanese version didn't have any sort of uh, voiceovers on there There no voice casting at all it was all old school dragon Quest like like even when they had babies crying um they didn't have any uh sound effects for the baby crying or anything like that so on that so they i'm i'm definitely thinking by translating this game for the west they're probably working on getting it uh full voice acted of course and so and in different languages possibly so that's going to take a little bit of time so and then my last honorable mention, sorry, my honorable mention is probably more longer than my top five. <laughs> I'm very I'm very interested to see what your top five is, honestly. Okay. Uh, last game to mention is the game called Biomutant by a new team uh, spawned from Avalanche. That's coming out from uh, THQ... Um, what's this uh thq yeah it's coming out it was announced at the gamescom this last year but uh it was pretty much kind of surprised everyone at the show It was almost like their game of the show if if you remember the footage you featured like a creature out in the wild and you're able to supplement its uh vehicles with different parts so you find in the environment and also being able to uh you know, compromise, uh, make different weapons out of the stuff that you found out in the environment as well. And so I just like to look at that game and can't wait for it to, uh, for more information on it to come out. So, okay. But uh, last but not least, my top f- number five of my top five and most anticipated games for 2018 Strange Brigade from Rebellion on there. So I enjoyed it quite a bit at PSX. Um, I'm thinking this is going to be the good co-op four-player multiplayer game of choice for us as soon as it does come out on there. I love the 1930s, like, you know, Indiana Jones type of motif on there, you know, out there exploring the uh, uh, tombs in Africa on there. Um, enjoyed that game quite a bit at PSX. And so it is number five on my top five. So any of you guys looking forward to? It? I know, Kevin, you liked it quite a bit when we played it. So I did.
0: I did. Um... So I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to to playing that <clears throat> playing that game. Is, it it you know, it's interesting. <laughs> that style just um that art style that they have and that cinematic nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, nineteen forties era, uh, you know, like you're at a theater on a weekend. Uh, Well, I mean, if you're black, you're sitting in the in the in the Negro section all the way at the top where you can barely see the screen. (laughs) But uh, it, (laughs) uh, it, it has that that old school movie, you know, like cinema, you know, the birth birth of cinema era taste to it that I really found really intriguing and the gameplay was fun too. I, I like the way they had at least the the demo that they had set up for for people to play was really cool. So it, I, it's it's definitely going to be a, a a purchase, and I'm looking forward to playing that one for sure. But uh, I guess you know I I guess I'll throw in a couple of of honorable mentions. Uh, not going to go too far in depth in them. Mine are going to be. Uh, Spider-Man uh, for PlayStation 4, PS4 exclusive from Sucker Punch. The last good Spider-Man game that I personally played was Web of Shadows, and I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, from what I've seen, it looks like Sucker Punch is going to be...
2: Putting <laughs> some...
0: Oh, is it? It's not Oh, yeah, Insomniac, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Insomniac is going to be throwing some throwing some some good stuff in there uh there were some recent tweets from uh, the developers that uh they their game they've been playing through the game uh kind of throwing the throwing some um uh uh some i guess what would you call that uh game hype tweets hype yeah. tweets you know not yeah. not really showing anything but saying hey the, you know you know that they're impressed i mean of course obviously you're you know hey i just i'm making this game and it's crap you know they're not going to say that but insomniac's got a got a good um a good track record in my book and from what i've seen that sony has showed i'm definitely anticipating it. um when I was reading comic books, Spider-Man was a big part of my comic book repertoire. So uh, it's going to be nice to see what uh, Insomniac spin is going to be on him, both from a story from a story standpoint and from a game gameplay standpoint. So I'm really eager to see what they do. My other honorable mention is going to be Days Gone, and if you've known me for a while, you know I'm kind of burned out on zombies. Uh, but what I found intriguing about Days Gone is the fact that the zombies seem to be more of an environmental tool that you can use to your benefit, but run the high risk of it backfiring on you. Uh, particularly the last, um, I, th- was it, I think it was this past E3 where they showed uh, some of the some of the ways that you can manipulate the. Uh, zombie her zombie horde and I, I know they don't call them zombies but that's what they are yeah um, freakers. yeah um how you can manipulate them and use them to your benefit but you know there is a high risk when you utilize those hordes because they, they can backfire they can come after you as well so uh i'm interested in the story i'm interested in um it seems like it seems like a more action focused uh, Last of Us type of vibe, and I really enjoyed Last of Us. Uh, and the gameplay in um, <clears throat> Days Gone seems really interesting to me. So definitely looking forward to that. So those are going to be my my two my my two honorable mentions that I'm going to throw out real quick. My number five. And for me, these really aren't in any particular order um, necessarily, because all of these, and really including my honorable mentions, are day one purchases, you know, uh, barring barring being completely broke (laughs) when they come out. But, you know, these are all day one purchases for me, and I honestly don't know which of the ones on my list I'm most anticipated for, probably with the exception of number one and number two, but... Um, they're all going to be, every, everything's going to be bought on, <laughs> on this list. But number five, and I, to my knowledge, it doesn't even have a release date for North America. Uh, and that is Fist of the North Star uh, being coded by the by the team, the Sega team, I believe it is, that does the Yakuza series. And this is a match made in heaven as far as I'm concerned. Um over-the-top combat, still brutal as all get out. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, Fist of the North Star is a very old manga uh, anime series, anime movie, uh, in which you are you play the role of, uh, I think of it as uh, Kenshiro in this post-apocalyptic, post-nuclear destroyed world. Uh, and the world is basically ruled by these martial arts masters that can just by touching you or punching you can make parts of your body explode. And it's brutal, it's uh, grotesque, and over the top, and it's amazing. It was one of the um, uh, one of the one of the an- animes that made me an anime fan. Uh, That uh, alongside of Ninja Scroll, it was Fist of the North Star that I absolutely fell in love with. And it looks like they've captured that same magic with the -the over-the-top combat uh, that that takes place in uh, the Yakuza series games. And they've just amped it up all the way to 10. Uh, I've seen some God Hand inspired special moves that your main character can do. Uh so this this has me written all over it. So uh I'm absolutely looking forward to uh Fist of the North Star. I can't wait to get a hold of it. Hopefully we'll get a a translation for a version for the West. Uh even if we don't, I'm probably gonna import it <laughs> because uh this this type of game is just so in my in my in my wheelhouse of uh uh, of 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 excitement, you know. This is one I love beating people up in my games. I always have, always will. So that was my number five. So Des what what's going on with your number four, my friend?
1: So my number four um, would have to be, um, and and it, and it's weird because I never, I I didn't I didn't beat it. Uh, when I first played it, and this is gonna be weird, uh, but it's Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I am really uh, wanting to play a updated version of that. I played that game quite a bit, just running around. I, 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 and I'm wondering, you know how that game is going to change or or stack up. You know, in this new age, I know people are like, you know, really. And people are probably like, you know, really. Shadow of the Colossus. There's so much other stuff coming out, and I'm just like, I just really, I'm just really interested to see like what it's going to look like, what it's going to, what there's, just the lore and just everything about. I know it's it's weird, you know. I I say it's weird just because I know there's there's, there's probably other games that people are like, are, are, and this game is probably not on people's radar, but. I really am interested in just seeing you know what they're able to do with with the new engine and and with the and with the new graphics and just you know are they going to change something are they going to add something like what is it going to what is it going to look like you know i it's just really piquing my 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 um my curiosity more than anything and so you know, my list is basically you know games that that I just cannot stop thinking about. You know, um, and 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 just games that I'm just like you know, ooh, you know, they might not be the best games, um, but no, nah. but they're games we'll, like that I just kind of like you know, wow, I think this game's gonna be really fun to play, and you know, I don't know, just
2: it's very interesting. Yeah. You don't have to think that you know the game's going to be a world beater just because you're interested in playing it. I mean, oh, no, no, I, I totally understand it, that. You know? it's just, and it's just I'm, I'm, b- I'm in the same boat as you. I'm I pretty much I bought Shadow of the Colossus on PS2. I dabbled in it, but never really got into it because it was. I got
1: really into it. I got kind of really, r- really super into it.
2: Kind of running a little slow, and it was at the end era of the PS2 era, and so. This is one of the games where I think I kind of missed the boat, where the boat's coming around the board a little bit, where I'm going to be able to kind of get back into this, especially with it being remastered for the PS4 on there. And what I played of it uh, at PSX, um, uh, pretty much when I got back from the show, I pre-ordered the game, the collector's edition. In fact, there's a collector's edition coming out of it. That's an additional $10 on that that you can pick up that comes with some extra goodies. On that, uh, I think the game retails for 40 bucks, but it's coming. The special edition is coming out for 50. So, on that, but Blue Point, the develop the, the the developer of the remaster, uh, they're noted as being one of the top. Uh, studios for remastering uh, prior generation games for current generation content, and so I'm kind of looking forward to playing this game in its entirety. And lo and behold, it's out next month. So you know, add to that backlog, but I'm going to push this up to the front and give it it the much love that it needs. as so, am I. My uh, friend. Uh, as am I. Solid number four. So.
1: All right, uh, and with that, with that, I'm going to. Kick it over to uh, Mister Mister Entertainment, Joe Fongul.
2: Come on now. Yes. Yeah, my number four um, is a game I've been waiting for quite a bit, and pretty much the good reason why an Xbox One S is sitting in my game center and my gaming den is because of this game. This game happens to be Crackdown 3 for the Xbox One entertainment system. So um, I enjoyed both Crackdown 1 and Crackdown 2 on the 360. Back in the day, I pretty much uh, Crackdown 1... it came to be there was 500 agility orbs out in the, uh, environment. And I had like, I think 493 agility orbs. I wanted to get those last seven. Like you couldn't even know how I wanted to grab those last seven to get that achievement and, um, kind of get that from there. Um, just the scope of this game and the kind of the, um, gameplay elements where you could actually go into it's like a game within a game it's almost like you could play it literally and uh, you know obviously be scaling buildings uh, doing all sorts of mayhem shooting people of course beating people upside the head on there i just love love the free form factor of its open world uh kind of gameplay style and uh, even though i know two didn't do as well uh in the whole scheme of things two was kind of a misstep I still enjoyed what I played of two. I finished two, on there. So I just can't get wait to get back into Crackdown Three. I've been waiting for this game quite a bit of time. I know Microsoft has been building it up. I know the original the, the original director of Crackdown One is at the helm for Crackdown Three. Uh, David Jones, who uh, formerly uh, did like the original Grand Theft Auto 3 on there and uh, pretty much was the uh, team back in England that uh, kind of created Grand Theft Auto to begin with along with a lot of other gaming titles. I think he was also responsible for games at Cygnosis back in the 90s, including uh, games like Lemmings, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, pretty much he has a good pedigree of prior games in this back catalog that he's worked on. And um, I just hope that, uh, you know, that Microsoft doesn't focus test this game into its oblivion and uh, that they keep it on focus on there. I know they were working on multiplayer components too and working about like cloud uh, computing for the destructibility and the multiplayer mode. And so I'm just hoping that they get a chance to coalesce this project all into one Fell swoop and, and that it's awesome. I just hope it, it comes out well. So.
0: Yep, yeah, that would be that would be nice. Uh, yeah, because it's like that that showing that they did uh, what
2: yeah, was E3? that E three
0: yeah. Like, I mean, aside from the game being in in terrible shape, it was just not having drunken celebrities. Uh, <laughs> try it. Showcase your game. Yeah, that uh, was at Comic Con. Oh was that Comic Con okay, I thought it was E was E three, but oh
2: uh, E three didn't show off well as well. But uh, they showed off at Comic Con, and at that point, they said, "Yeah, you need more time in the, in the oven yeah. on there." So had, I'm hoping had to, cars doing mating dances in
0: the street that that just wasn't a good look. Oh. So especially and compared to the initial release graphics. Or uh, and I don't know if that was gameplay or if that was the goal of you know what they were where the game was was being aimed toward. That yeah. was phenomenal. The uh, the Terry Crews focused trailer that they did that looked really good. But what they actually showed at at Comic Con and at E three just was uh, yeah it needs to spend some time in the oven. So hopefully they can get that and get that going. But uh, I think my number four, uh, 2018, by the way, folks, is shaping up to be a fantastic year for fighting games. Uh, fighting games is one of my favorite genres, even though I haven't been playing a whole lot of them uh, recently. I'm definitely going to be getting back into them uh, in 2018 with some upcoming releases. And one of those that has me super excited Is a cross tag battle uh, by uh, the fine folks at Arc System Works. Uh, Cross tag is a cross fighting game between Blaze Blue characters, uh, Undernight and Birth characters, which is a French bread property, Uh, the uh, Persona 4 Arena characters. And uh, characters that aren't in a fighting game, but it's based off an American kind of an American anime, which is Ruby. Uh, characters from the Ruby series are going to be in the game, and it looks really phenomenal. Really phenomenal to me. Um, Blaze Blue is a fairly complicated game, so there's going to be, uh, everything is going to be simplified. There's going to be some uh, uh, the way your characters are going to be uh performing their special moves it's going to be simplified uh somehow some way and like uh, any other you know tag game you're going to have, you're going to have a partner and you can mix and match and uh, which makes for interesting mix-ups and 50-50s and all that good stuff that um I look forward to in a fighting game so um the character the IPs are interesting. I'm a fan of all of those uh, intellectual properties, you know, perhaps to different degrees with regards to uh, Persona 4 Arena. I played it, but I really couldn't get into it a whole lot mechanically. I had some problems with this mechanics, but even still, um, I'm really excited uh, to check out how... These different uh, characters are going to be interacting, and, and the combat system that's going to be employed uh, for all of these different uh, fighting uh, fighting game uh, characters that have different mechanics. How they're going to mix meld all that together cohesively, and from uh, what I've seen from the uh, the streams that I've watched uh, for Cross Tag. Uh, it looks like they're very well on their way to uh, making a really cohesive uh, tag-based 2D fighter. So I'm very much looking forward to that game. So, Dez, um, how's your number three going?
1: So my number three is, is going to be probably something that most people have not heard of. I Well, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but it's a Switch game. And it is Travis strikes again. No more heroes. Um, I am. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I was a huge <laughs> fan of No More Heroes, and I played it all the way to the end. And I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was silly. I thought he was a really great character. You know, he was just this kind of like i don't know just just the 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 kind of pseudo lightsaber and then you wanted to be the top assassin and you just kind of killed people it was like just a series of boss battles and whatnot i just i thought it was fun you know i i really enjoyed it so i i color me shocked when uh when they said that they would be doing a a sequel to that game because i thought i really thought that game was kind of one of those one and done games like wet or um couple other games in that in that genre that came out uh, a while ago and i was just like what so when i saw that i was just like okay yeah i i really i I love the art style i just love something i don't know there's something about that game it it, for whatever reason it doesn't it doesn't seem like it should be on the switch you know (laughs) i don't know you know something about that game just seems like you know this is too naughty for the for nintendo you know (laughs) you know but i I, I am, I am, I am here for it. I'm like, yes, let's
2: let's do this. Um, oh. And what little I've seen of it, it just looks really good. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of Grasshoppers' uh, output too, and uh, I can't wait for this game because I enjoyed both No More Hero games on the Switch. There was actually two games on the Switch that they brought. I'm on the Wii, excuse me. Yeah, on the Wii.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I did. I never really played the the second one you know at that point I was just kind of like yeah but yeah but them to be but them to bring that onto the onto the onto the switches just got of funny to me
2: yeah I love in the trailer when they showed it that they had the uh, Kim kind of appearing in different indie games like uh, showing him in uh, like shovel Knight and hotline Miami and yeah. that kind of think so love the fact of the you know Suda 51's kind of kind of been on the back burner a bit he hasn't done anything too major as of late i mean i think the most notable game grasshoppers brought out in the last few years is that free-to-play game let it die yeah on there and so i'd love to see him get back involved and getting more in the forefront again because you know it's one thing i kind of miss from the ps you know three era of games where uh, grasshopper was you know front and center in fact I mean shadows of the dam came out from EA that was a grasshopper joint and I know both me and Kevin enjoyed that game quite a bit and so it's good that uh, you know um, that grasshoppers getting back into the mix uh, they they got bought out by um, uh, another Japanese company the same company that uh, owns like um, X-Seed. uh marvelous you know they kind of took all their dragon Puzzles versus Dragons money and was purchasing some developers out there, and Grasshopper was one of the ones that they purchased. And so I'm thinking that they're trying to kind of reformulate behind the scenes since getting bought out by Marvelous as far as what they could do and having that money behind them. Um, they're able to, you know, obviously get this out and not have to worry about trying to secure a publishing gig from a company like EA that could self publish their own games. So that's another cool thing about. Uh, no More Heroes coming out. It's that. It's uncompromised. They're not wanting to appease the, any publisher out there to put this game out for them. Uh, they're going to get this out on their own and print that, you know, publish it on their own as well. So I'm all for it. Yep. It's all right, Joe. So what is your uh, number three? My number three is going to be a game that was just. Announced recently at the game awards in last December. It's a game that uh, I've been egging on and waiting for with bated breath for a while now. It's uh, Namco Bandai Soul Calibur 6 oh, wow. um, So so I've been waiting for a good 3d fighting game and I'm no slight to Tekken 7. I have not really dabbled in Tekken 7, but uh, um, I've been waiting for a, a game that I have much affinity and love towards. And uh, Soul Calibur series uh, seems like since uh, the Dreamcast era, even back in the PlayStation 1 era with the original Souls Edge on there, um, that one thing I love in one on one fighting games is the sword combat. Like the original Samurai Showdown kind of brought forth that element of weapons uh, to the mix. And then Soul Calibur obviously took that and added it to the 3D fighting arena on there. And uh, I'm th- I've just been really wanting to play a new Soul Calibur for a while now, uh, since Soul Calibur 5 kind of fizzled out on the last generations a bit. I know they decided to do new characters, and this is almost like a, a, a reboot of the series because they're taking the characters back to their um, roots a little bit. Like, I know they were showing some um, footage of Mitsurugi on there, and it was like a younger Mitsurugi uh, that they're focusing on. But uh, still, it's being reborn for this current generation of gaming systems as well. So I'm just uh, can't wait for them to drop it and uh, skip more information. And it is coming out in 2018, so I cannot wait. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So. Um, looking very much forward to it. Hopefully, it has a good story component too, as well. I heard the least rumors before it got announced that uh, that it was going to be much more story driven on there. So, we will have to see how the single player kind of farms out from there. Any excitement for this game, you guys? Uh, probably more for Kevin
1: because he's a fighting game enthusiast. Um, I never was really all that big in this whole caliber. Um, you know, I'm not fighting. I, I, I can appreciate fighting games, but it wasn't one of my like, you know, that genre was just kinda like like for whatever reason, like I was one of those people that could not really make the transition from arcade to con to console to like home. Yeah.
2: Like I gotcha. don't
1: know I don't know why for me. Just like that that's just kinda how I am. Now I like to play it. I like to play them, you know. I like to make Joe sweat, you know, in these in these <laughs> matches. So I get joy out of that. But but just to buy one myself, man, eh, I'll probably just play it at your house. But I know Kevin is probably excited for it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, Daz, you're not the you're not the first person to say that. Um, a lot of people, and I think it has to do with just the environment that the arcade. Just inherently spawns. Agreed. You know, you've got you're face to face with people. Um, if you're a, if you go to that arcade, you're, you're going to see the same faces. You're going to develop rivalries and friendships, and just a whole there, there's just like a whole little um, there's a there's a meta that goes on in an arcade that you just simply can't get. You can't replicate in a Playing a fighting game, even online, even if you're in a in a in a lobby, an open lobby, it, it's not the same. And so, a lot of people um, that that I know uh, used to be big into like Street Fighter Two and all that stuff, and really aren't into fighting games anymore because, you know, the arcade was part of the game. You know that that environment and being around uh, your buddies and your friends, and you know, talking trash and just having a whole lot of fun. Uh, the it's like the game was just kind of like the catalyst that brought all that together so I, I definitely understand what you're saying um, I've oh I, I've liked uh, soul calibur I, I I like Tekken but I've never been good at Tekken uh, Tekken is a little too technical uh, for 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 me personally but uh, soul Calibur was always fun it always seemed that you could get away with uh, just button mashing. <laughs> uh, even if you didn't know, you know, the entire moveset of a character mm-hmm. and the movesets of the characters really weren't overwhelming.
1: yeah uh, And I think that kind of... And them
0: fine words, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm just talking about my own experience from the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, I felt like I needed to go to university to play Virtua Fighter. Because you couldn't get away with button mashing in there
1: nope. But
0: down. Soul Calibur, it, even if I was, you know, just going from, you know, let me try this character, let me try that character, because I, I I played Soul Calibur a lot w- uh, with with my buddy Damon. And neither one of us were, were, were any were ever really any good at it. But just going in there and just wailing buttons and moving uh, the, the digital pad and the direct, well, what does this do when I hit this sword attack or vertical attack or horizontal attack, forward, back, left, right, all that stuff. And you could piece together, you know, some <laughs> some interesting attacks. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of meat to Soul Calibur, but even if you're not familiar with a character, you can still just get a group of people together and have fun. It's one of those games, uh, something. And I think that's a an element that something like Tekken and uh, even even games like Dead or Alive just don't have. It's the, that ability to just like get a group of people who either aren't familiar with fighting games or uh, unfamiliar with, you know, how each character, the moveset of each character and still be able to play and have fun. So I've always appreciated that about Soul Calibur. So, yeah, I'm down. Um, So I guess my number three is going to be God of War. And Kratos, um, he's kind of been the... I guess he's over the years he's turned into like the whipping boy for the... uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Folks who, uh, for hipsters gaming review, hipsters, I would say, um, I remember <laughs> one, one of the reasons why I, I kind of backed off from IGN is like one of their, you know, one of their podcasts, one of those guys was saying that if you were still a, a fan of the God of War games, that you were, uh, immature juvenile, you know, like 12 year old boy that needs to grow up or something, something, uh, in, something to that effect um i always liked kratos i liked the fact that he was pissed off and angry and was willing to go through whomever and whatever uh to get his revenge you know some people would call that a very shallow one-dimensional character i always appreciated that he was always he had a goal in mind he was focused i'm gonna kill zeus and i don't care who i have to go through to get to it i always uh uh, appreciated that about his um, uh, ab- about that character. I understand why they needed to flesh him out more, uh, story-wise, and flesh him out more as a character. I I'm anticipating greatly the uh, the addition of this. Young boy, uh, Atreus. Uh, Atreus, I think that's his name. Whether this is actually his son or not is still uh, up for for some debate. But I like the direction that it's going. The combat still looks visceral, um, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I have enjoyed every god of war game that's come out i played uh played them on the the PA- ps2 ps3 uh the portable systems uh i even like god of war ascension i didn't think it was I, I didn't like it as much as the others but i i found interesting and enjoyable uh aspects of ascension and uh, the fact that i'm still going to be uh beating the hell out of uh Mythical creatures in a um, Norse mythology environment uh, is is exciting to me. So definitely looking forward to the story that um, that they forge with this uh, more quote unquote. Uh, mature, uh, <laughs> mellow Kratos, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, uh, but still being able to, uh, you know, rip the heads off of uh, golems and trolls and uh, all the stuff that I've come to love about the series. It looks like it's still going to be front and center and present. So definitely looking forward to that.
2: You know, I think it's good that they're going to have the rage kind of be meddled out. There's no sense in just having a full game, just full of nothing but rage, you know, the whole time, because it could be almost like a one-note kind of thing, and I appreciate that they're trying to lengthen the game a bit and give it a little bit more context, too, so. Yeah, but you know what?
0: Just me, I wouldn't be mad at that if it was just Kratos just being mad and killing everything. Oh, like... I that's one of the reasons why I like the God of War games to begin with. Oh, I got yeah, a, a mad dude that killed everybody, and maybe that says <laughs> something about me.
1: But, but, uh, no, I don't think so.
0: Is, I is I just funny. I just appreciate. I always I've always appreciated um, characters and and whether it's comic books or anime or or whatever it is that don't have a whole lot of hidden agenda hidden, hidden, uh, uh, undercurring objectives. It's like, okay, that's my target. That's my goal. This is what I'm going to do. If you get in my way, there's going to be consequences and repercussions. I I just enjoy that about a character. Um, the honesty, the brutal honesty, I guess, uh, maybe that's what it is. So I, I, always been a fan of that aspect of kratos and i understand why they had to mellow him out and mature him i get that it's you know different gamers different different times you know you can't rely too much on you know you have to mature and evolve a franchise i get that and, and uh, some of the things that Corey has said was that uh, you know he had to kind of twist some arms to get this god of war green lit because of you know the need to not want to fall back into those old tropes and i get that i understand that but even if this game was old tropish, i'd be down with it either way because that's yeah. just an aspect of kratos that i've always dug
2: well we'll get you hired at sony santa monica and you can do god of war 3 part 2 and just rocking out <laughs> there you go because god of 3 man god of 3 that's on um remaster for ps4 that is just like bam 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 mm. <laughs> it's like murder uh, yeah pretty much <laughs> straight up murder <laughs> murder. <laughs> all right
0: des that brings us to number two
1: so my number two uh is spider-man i am really excited i'm a huge comic book fan i have played all the batman games played mostly all of the spider-man games like that have come out for I guess it was like PS3 and P, uh, yeah PS3. Um, so I love, I love it. I love what I've seen so far um, with the trailers. I love that they they brought in Mister Negative and Kingpin. I'm just really like I, I just want to see like if this is if this is Marvel's you know Arkham series. You know is this is this what this game is gonna be? Um, uh, one thing I am sad about is his suit. I do not like that big bright bright as hell, white, you know, spider on his chest. I think it's silly, but, you know, because, like, to me, it looks like a target. It's like, why would you put a white on that? But whatever, you know, I really hope that there are suit options and you can change the suit because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's had multiple suits in, in the comic books. So I will be changing that suit with the quickness. So, um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I I, I, I I, love Spider-Man. He's one of my favorite comic book characters. I still read. Spider-Man, uh, to this day, um, I read it, and I, I'm just really excited for it. Um, I, I want to do the combos. I want to, you know, I hope, I, I, and, I, and I hope that there's meat to it. Like, I, I think the story is going to be good. Um, I just want there to be meat. Like, I, I'm one of those guys that just loves um, being able to spend ability points and, and being able to get, you know, new cool gadgets and 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 multiple ways of of, of playing. Like and I, I just I don't know if that's going to happen in Spider Man, but I do hope that there's there's some kind of a, a skill progression, uh, or for combos or something. Uh, I think there is, there will be. But uh, all I know is I'm excited for it. I was saddened when it was delayed, um, but I'm really hoping that it comes out in 2018 because this is a day one uh, purchase for me. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be buying it. Oh, your yeah. post haste! Yeah. It's gonna be great, and and the cool thing about it is, I think it's gonna be a single player adventure. So I don't think it's gonna be multiplayer. So I can just kind of kick back, put it on, and just just you know be in a play a comic book, you know, play a comic book. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm excited for. How about you, Kev? You uh you 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 seem to be agreeing with me. You you you're here for Spider Man too?
0: Oh, definitely. My my only hope was that it, is that it would have Venom in it, but I don't. I don't know if, it, if this game will. Um, Maybe because yeah, I think kid. I think the the uh, back and forth between when I was reading comic books, uh, Spider-Man comic, I always looked forward to his fights uh, or reluctant team ups with Venom. I, I just because they were so diametrically opposed to each other, you know, yeah. Venom would. Uh, just as much eat somebody's brain than, you know, then uh, you know, cooperate. cooperate with somebody. And Spider-Man just goes out of his way to not, you know, hurt even other superpowered villains that he's going up against. I, I just really like that uh, that clash in methodologies. That the two of them uh, that the two of them have. So I would really like to see Venom in it. It would I would be over the top if Venom was even playable in the game. But um, just from what I've seen, just like the stuff that you've mentioned, this is a day one purchase. Uh, Definitely looking forward to what App brings to the table for Spider Man.
2: Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it too as well. I've read Spider Man in the past. I have not read a Spider Man comic since like 1995 though. So um, you know, I know the character quite a bit, but maybe not as much as you. Desmond, but at the same time, it gives me a chance to get back in that universe and get back into, that world to be able to you know play around with it and uh haven't really dabbled in a lot of spider-man games uh, since you know in the past generations uh, i think the only one i really played was web of shadows which was pretty good on the uh last gen consoles so on there so love the fact that you know you're going to be able to do story missions as peter parker in the game too so there is a story component yes. to that That's as so well cool.
1: like, like there's more than just you throwing on the mask you know, and webbing around, you actually get to live out as Peter Parker. Like, I was like, what? So, yeah, like mm. I really that's why I really hope that there's, there's more to it. And it seems like there is,
0: you know. You're supposed to be able to play as Mary Jane,
1: too.
2: Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. yeah and, and they made the spider, um, the webbing at least playable for both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So if you don't get a chance to change, you could actually web up and actually do combat as Peter Parker without the suit. So
1: that's cool. I am very. I'm really into it.
2: Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's not even in my honorable mentions or top five. It's just something to where I'm just waiting for a release date. You know, to kind of get more hype for it. You know, so I Mm -hmm. cannot control my hype. The hypeness.
1: (laughs) Because it was either that or Anthem. Because I'm a. I'm a huge. Uh, like multiplayer guy, guy. Like I love playing multiplayer. You know, and that's why it kind of hurts that, you know, Dusty's kind of falling off for me. But um, but I'm just really was like, you know, ooh, Anthem. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. But again, I just don't know. You know, just just don't know. Yeah. Because I don't. Because like you said, just don't just don't know when it's coming out. Like I think, like you know, Dollar to Donuts. I think that um, I need to think that Spider Man's gonna come out. You know, this year, you know, an anthem will not. You know, just dollars to donuts. I just think that's what's going to happen, you know.
2: Yeah, I think Spider-Man will get out in 2018. It's probably going to be a fall release if we could be safe to throw that out there. You know, I think um, you know, Sony needs just to d- d- deliver on a few games, of, you know, God of War, Spider-Man, um, Detroit, you know, get these games out uh, that way. We could see new games coming at E3, so. Please. All right. I think I'm next in the line. So my number two is going to be Tecmo Koei's Dynasty Warriors Nine. Wow. Really? That, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm I, really surprised I, by that. I, I love me some Musou. Um, I have kind of not played as much as of late because of um, the formula. It's kind of gotten a little, I, I wouldn't say stagnant. You know, it's a good, reliable thing to kind of uh, go back and play on there. But with this one being open world, and, and you know, imagine combining open world with uh, the Musou type gameplay, uh, you know, I'm going to hook up my Lubu and, and go nuts. That, uh, Lubu? Come, well, you come. Yes. Yeah, Lu Bu, Zhao, Dun, you know, all my favorite Chinese warriors out there in the battlefield, and I can't wait to check out and see as far as, you know, uh, how the open-world gameplay techniques as far as maybe stretching out instead of just grabbing random territories on the map in a straight line, I'm able to actually just kind of affect how I want to play the game and uh, maybe some side quests. I know I was reading there is a, uh, like a... uh, uh, shop you could stop at and actually eat to get enhancements before you go back out in the battlefield and uh, there is some cool open world gameplay type components to this game that I'm just kind of looking forward to and just the amount of variety too with the amount of characters that you get to play on there as well it's just something that um, you know something that I'm excited for I mean I've, I've had this game pre-ordered for quite a bit of time full paid i mean i can't wait to check it out i know tech mccoy and one detriment to it is that they're not taking the time to translate the game into uh english voice on there it's going to be japanese voices with subtitles which i don't mind at all but it might um maybe hurt the game's appeal maybe across a broader base but uh, you know we'll have to see as far as how popular this game can be i mean obviously it's a ninth <laughs> game in the series that a lot of people deem as being um uh not revolutionary not kind of repetitive in the way like oh it's just another dynasty warriors game just like you could say it's another fifa or madden you know or something like that there's probably hidden nuances between the different games that Fans of the series could pick up on, but if you're coming in, you're thinking, oh, this is just uh, Tecmo Koei just reiterating on the same concept in the same game over and over and over. And That's not the case, and I'm thinking they're going to prove everyone wrong with uh, Dynasty Warriors 9 as far as what they can do to mix up the formula with their mainstay uh, series. You know, they had a lot, of, a lot of opportunity to get a little bit more creative with the uh, licensed games that they've released and brought out with different uh, manufacturers. I know a lot of people have been hoping and praying that someday a Star Wars Muso game comes out. And I think uh, that might transcend and, you know, get the common game player uh, understanding as far as what the Muso concept actually is on there. So... Any thoughts you guys on Dynasty Warriors? 9? I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um,
0: it is it, going to be a a day one purchase. I like like you. I enjoy Musou games. Um, I think that some of the um, some of the other licensed properties uh, be either be it either uh, Tecmo Koei or maybe like what Marvelous has done uh with like the um uh, you, uh oh you what th- you call it the um Phoenix yeah the the Phoenix is just fantastic Well um, Fate Stella is not uh dynasty
2: dynasty wars or uh Yeah mega force it,
0: Yeah I know it, it's yeah. it's uh but I'm about Muso style it's it's yeah. Muso influence. Oh for sure uh, uh that's that's what i meant but um the uh dynasty warriors proper is kind of just you know how many times am i going to go back and fight the yellow turban gang you know uh yellow <laughs> whatever those those guys are They're probably called. in this one too <laughs> Yeah no, <laughs> you know and, and, and that's and that's fine but i like the um the idea like you're going to be climbing hills and mountains and uh you're going to have like some specific objectives in this game, you know, since it's being open world. I'm really looking forward to seeing this new this uh, this engine that they're using for it. Um, and hopefully that that engine will be used in future um, uh, Muso games from from the company. So I I'm looking forward to seeing what it what it does. Uh, I'm excited for it. it. I didn't mention it, uh, but it's not because of my lack of interest. It's just I just have some some other stuff that uh, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, just as much, if not more. But it, it's definitely going to be in the library.
1: I'll, be picking, yeah, I'll it, probably it be picking it up too. Um, I've been a fan of, of that series for a very long time. And uh, again, sometimes Musos can be a bit, you know, boring for me, anyway. But but I think having to be an open world is just really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it just seems fun. And like it's like, oh, an open world, what? So, <laughs> uh, just running. I mean, around. I'll,
2: I'm kind of checking to see right now if it's multiplayer, and I'm thinking it might be. I know prior games in the series uh, had like split screen multiplayer, couch co op kind of thing uh, on there, but. Uh, wasn't sure, especially with open world, if it supports. Uh, there is no co op in the game, so mm-hmm. still so, but it will have uh, PS4 Pro and Xbox One X support as well. So,
0: okay, excellent. So, my number two, uh, and I've heard other people mention it about this game, um, the closest. And when I say uh, say this thing, this is like this is going. This is the game that I've always wanted to play with regards to this this particular franchise. The franchise I'm talking about, of course, is Dragon Ball. The game is Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, I always thought it was Fighter Z, but it's actually Fighters (laughs) with a Z.
1: Um, That makes sense, I guess. Yeah.
0: (laughs) this is the game that I, the the Dragon Ball game that I've always wanted to play. I thought Budokai either two or three, I can't remember, came the closest, but man, this, uh, this game looks straight up. Like they took the, 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 the cell straight from the anime and I cannot wait to, to play this game. The roster, you know, Shout out to um, uh, uh, to it, it, this is this is also Arxis Works, isn't it? Um, yes, it is. Yeah, Arxis. I, I get so confused with all these different companies. Um, shout out to them for for putting a a day one roster together that probably would have been DLC. Uh, uh or part of a season pass. I mean there is going to be a season pass and yes I'm going to be buying it. Uh call me a fraud if you want. But <laughs> but no, they are putting pass. together they are putting together um a a in a, a beginning roster uh that would have been behind an additional paywall from a lesser company. The 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 they they've literally been able to capture uh, these uh, these characters in action from the anime. They're they fans have been doing like uh, outtakes from the animation from the game, and saying they took this scene from this page in the manga, and putting them side by side, and it's the same thing. You can tell that. There is the, the folks involved in this project have a love for Dragon Ball uh, in general, and it's just reflected in the quality of this work. It is a uh, teams of three; it's three on three, kind of like oh, um, what was it, um, uh, Marvel versus Capcom? What was that? Uh, uh, one of the you know the prior Marvel versus Capcom games um it's what i like about this is that you know you're not doomed to an instant death necessarily um because you make a mistake so you got you're not necess- you're not going to be comboed to death because uh, you missed uh, uh somebody jumped in on you or you you whiffed a move the the, the uh, you know my fan my fanboyism and fan uh, you know fanboyism for for Dragon Ball uh, really doesn't have any bounds. It's one of those uh, um, I mean me and my buddy used to you know uh, go to the mall back in the day and buy the VHS tapes and you know <laughs> and watch them repeatedly and with uh, what they're doing with Dragon Ball super is just phenomenal and we're getting characters from super like beerus was recently announced which is awesome uh from what i've seen from because i'm watching the series in english so i don't like the 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 uh the japanese voiceovers for dragon ball never have so i'm kind of waiting until I'm, I'm waiting to watch them until they get translated in, in the english dub but the list the the characters the character designs that they've got for upcoming battles with uh uh, of what's being aired currently uh, on Super, those char- I can just see those characters being implemented in the game. Um, it's hinted that uh, base Vegeta and base Goku, as well as Bardock and my man Broly, are going to be the last group to be announced. That's rumored. uh Prior to prior to announcement, prior to the game's release, uh, and you know what? With the roster that's already been announced, did they put those guys behind a paywall. I ain't mad because um, the the character roster that they've got is just freaking outstanding. You know, they got Goku Black in there, uh, Krillin, Tien. And, and I'm naming all these, and I'm naming a bunch of characters that, you know, that don't mean much if you've never watched the series, but mechanically, and, you know, send your hate mail to uh, gamingvessels at gmail.com. Uh, just from what I've watched <laughs> mechanically, uh, this game eats Marvel versus Capcom Infinite's lunch and throws it back in their face. Uh, I. I was never impressed with what I saw with Marvel versus Capcom Infinite from a mechanic standpoint. It I, it just seemed cheap. And this game is doing is basically showing uh, Capcom how you do a versus game. And I know I probably said something very blasphemous for <laughs> Marvel versus fans out there, but that's just my opinion. Have I played the game? No. But just from the developer diaries that I've watched, the um, the uh, tournaments that I've seen, the people that are very active and very up front and center in the uh, fighting game community have just about all, and um, you know, from different from different walks of uh, 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 from different stripes, you know, Street Fighter. Players, Marvel vs. Capcom players, you know, anime fighter players, you know, all coming and I'm, they're all saying this is legit. Uh, this, this this mechanic system is uh, is 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 lit. And i for the first time, for it, 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 the first time, I'm not overwhelmed by what's going on, on the screen. I can tell what's going on, and I, I always forget. Who my character is, where I'm at whenever I play the Marvel versus Capcom games. And that it's been that way for me since two. And maybe it's because I'm an old man with old eyes, whatever. But I can follow the action in this game. And uh I'm just super hyped for it. So this is this could have this could have been my number one easily. Um, I, like I said before, I'm not really, these are not really in any particular order, but if I had to measure, if I had to put these on a height meter, uh, DBF Z is like, you know, KO Ken times 12 for me. <laughs> and that's another Dragon Ball reference. If you watch the series, you know what that means. So, uh, Dez, number one, buddy, what you got?
1: Oh you already know what my number one is. Come on now. (laughs) I I, I already played the beta twice. I'm gonna play it again when it comes around. Monster Hunter Worlds. Just there's no more to say. Like I, I have waited, you know, patiently for quite a long time for you know for Capcom to release Monster Hunter on a console. I I have been I've been a diligent fan. I have bought you know most of all if not all of their handhelds bought it for the Wii when it came out so so I have been patient you know as hell and and I and I and I'm rewarded <laughs> and I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna happy day one purchase I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna you know put on my headphones and just hunt monsters. it's I cannot, Wait, the game looks amazing. The world looks amazing. Uh I cannot I see dude, the police are coming for me right now because,
2: <laughs> because so
1: they they, they want they want to stop me. You know? They wanna but they can't stop me. I cannot be stopped when it comes to Monster Hunter Worlds. I, I'm I just have to it's gonna be amazing. I, I just everything about it looks so cool. I love the I, I love your 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 the new weird hand thing, flicker thing or whatever it's called, your striker or whatever it's called, that that you flick rocks at at stuff and blow shit up. I just, you can, you can swing on vines with it. Uh, The stuff that you can do, the open worldness of it, being able to just kind of drop in and out of people, with people, they have a clan system. I'm just down. I am down for the grind. And I'm just, for me, this is this is my destiny killer right here. You know, I will be I'll be playing it. And and, and, and the piece, the resistance about the whole thing about it, the whole thing about it is, is it looks like to my knowledge right now, please correct me if I'm wrong. But there's going to be a whole bunch of free stuff that comes with it that you could just download. And, you know, Monster Hunter is 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 that's what they do. They're they're always giving they're always giving their consumers or their players free stuff, whether it's a, a new skin, a, a new a new type of armor, a, a a new a new weapon variant, a new quest. All of this stuff, you know, in the past has generally been free, and I really hope that that it it it, it remains so, because yeah. that would be a huge, you know, it'd be a huge um. Just a show of—I want to say—show of solidarity, but 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 just realizing that you know you don't have to nickel and dime your your fans, you know, like like some like some you know games do, <coughs> Destiny. <coughs> but you know it just and it's fine, you know. I, I I'm just really excited. I'm excited to grind out monsters, get those get those carves. I I'm excited to just explore the world that we're going to be i'm interested in the story i want to see what's going on just this game cannot come fast enough for me day one purchase you know day one plan sitting down loading it up um that's that's just it you know i mean once that game comes out you know i want to play other games in 2018 but but you know that, that that game monster hunter worlds that's that's where i'm at that that is that is my game and i and i'm excited i am super excited for it so come fight me (laughs) (laughs) all righty joe
0: and don't at me
1: yeah there you go there you go let's do this or come fight with me i should say um
2: all right joe you're up you know uh control c uh on your keyboard uh (laughs) monster hunter copy and paste yes Uh, monster Hunter world is. My number one right now, and it's just a sort of simple fact that I have loved the series for so long. I have played this series since the first game on PS2. Back in the day, I played it online even back then, and so I've seen the evolution of the series. Uh, I never had a chance to play 2 because um, it was not uh, brought out in the U.S., but since they brought the subsequent games out for PSP, then on the Wii, on the Wii U, the 3DS, it's like I've been waiting for the game to come back to console. The last console version of this game was Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate for the Wii U, and I literally, I think I put like 500 hours in that game. I mean, yeah, and there's same. enough depth in that series, in this particular series, too, where once this game comes out, just the, the amount of depth... To each monster, you know, um, learning each monster's tells, being able to, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to farm a particular monster for a particular part. Uh, You get a great feeling of reward once you have your complete armor set from said monster, you know, so. It, you know, it doesn't get old after a while. You know, uh, f- fighting a kezu or a devil joe for the hundredth time, it just feels like the same as if you were fighting it for the first time. In my opinion, on there, there's always that um, feeling of danger. You know, of uh, you know, not wanting to faint more than two times. You know? Yeah, you <laughs> and get the- those clutch saves. Oh, those clutch <clears throat> kills when
1: you're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill it! Yeah, that he's dead. Yeah. One best thing about it is like, it's like not having you don't have. Like, the health bar for the monster. You just got to watch it and see what it does when it starts moving or leaving or, 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 or limping. Like, I just love it. It's just so
2: much yeah. fun. So yeah, so Monster Hunter World, I've already had a pre-order that pretty much it's in. My PSN queue, my wife's going to play too and I'm just super excited for the game. So
1: yeah, you get, and it's a family game, you know. You can get you can get the wife, you can get grandma. It's awesome, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, my my wife is the master of the hammer and I I, I bow to her, mas- her hammer mastery. Oh so. my god. Like and,
1: and that's the thing like I wanted her to play, I wanted her to play the um the beta because there's like like in the beta, you go to the training area and you can train with the weapons and see this different stuff. But there's like moves, like there's, there's like extra hidden moves that they don't tell you. Like I, I was, I was coming off of like I was playing and I, and I was coming off this 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 hill, and that's how you kind of mo- mount monsters and stuff like that. And I like was running at it, and then I hit the like the heavy attack button. I jumped off and I did this weird kind of like like cannonball cartwheel with my with, with the hammer, and I was just like hitting the crap out of the you know the monster, and then I mounted it, and then I was just like stabbing it, stabbing it, and then and then it like I just kind of reared back with both hands and just kind of knocked the shit. out. It's just the just all the animations, the fact that they fight the monsters fight each other, and there can be different monsters that you can that you could hunt and get extra
2: extra stuff for it. Just this the game is just ah I'm, I'm uh, okay. Yeah, one thing from the beta, I haven't had the chance to experience yet. Sometimes I just love just going into the world and doing my gathering. And you know, I know they made it more streamlined over the years, but I love the fact that I could go out, kill some monsters for meat, kill, go gather my herbs and all that stuff. And but they're so supposed to have wait. those quests, though. They're supposed you're yeah.
1: supposed to be able to do that in this game now. Like they they have those quests where where you can like go and and get and just and just get herbs while you're while you're out. You know and yeah so there's there there are missions that you can uh accomplish or, or complete while you're doing other missions and stuff whether it's gathering stuff and like there's no there's no more like urgent quests it's all just you just all do it you know you just do it you know so so you it looks like you can complete multiple multiple objectives while you're out into one specific area games supposed to be you know on average about 50 hours but you know that's not true because you're we're going to definitely be spending like hundreds of hours on it so so 50 is just to get through the 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 main campaign you know but you but you know it's going to be more it has to be more, you know.
2: Yeah, especially once Capcom introduces, you know, like EX versions of the monsters and, you know, as far as the certain quests. You said EX versions.
1: <laughs> this is not Pokemon, sir. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not Street Fighter either, but, you know, at the same time, it's this like is uh, funny. they, they <laughs> it have funny. long supported uh, the prior Monster Hunter games with the downloadable content and new um arena missions and i'm not sure if even if the arena is going to be in this title or not you know but, it is um, you know it is pro- yep i would be it's Monster hunters so. i would be shocked
1: if it wasn't
2: yeah so exciting. kevin what's your number one uh let's 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 kind of guess to see what that's going to be
0: uh well you can add me to the copy and paste crew yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought uh, it was gonna be
1: like Yakuza. <laughs> it was like I was gonna be like nah I'm I'm I'd be like well hey I-, I can't be mad at you buddy <laughs> you can add me to the copy and paste
0: crew because my my number one is going to be Monster Hunter World and really it, like I said my list really isn't in any particular order but the hype that I have for MHW is Equivalent to what I have for Dragon Ball Fighters, so and that and that's a lot. So the um, I don't have the background in Monster Hunter as you two do. Um, I was always kind of turned off by the what seemed to be inaccessibility for new folks coming in. You know, it's like, why am I getting knocked out of my you know drinking my herb mixture animation? Uh, it's like nah, I, I got, I got a. It just seemed cumbersome to me, because um, the only one, the only version I played, I think I played one, of the, the version that was on the Wii, uh, over at Joe's house. I, I, I tinkered with that a little bit. And I just, it, the 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 combat just really wasn't feeling it. I was getting a lot more enjoyment from the Monster Hunter clones, like God Eater. Uh, and uh, Tokiden, uh, more far more, far uh, more so than I was getting from what granted what little I played of uh monster hunter proper. <laughs> but this game, it, it's it, not to say that those, those issues aren't there. Yeah. You still got to keep your weapon sharp. Yeah. You still got to watch your, your stamina and your, and your health and, you can get knocked, you can get, get knocked out of your uh, uh, healing animations and whatnot. but it just there is more going on in the world than just running from one static arena to another and facing, facing off with, with some monst- with, a, with a monster. Uh, there is a, a whole ecosystem at work in this game. You know, monsters have natural enemies, and if you can get those those natural enemies to interface with e- with each other, you're going to be able to let that fight play out and benefit from that by you know whether it's weakening uh, the 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 beast that you're after, or you know if it kills something, you can you know come back to it and harvest you know what's left of it. I I, just in in the beta, playing the beta, chasing that, uh, I chased that belching iguana. I have no idea what these things are called. I haven't learned the names of the monsters yet. But it's this belching, this giant belching iguana that I had to fight in one of the uh, missions from the beta. And I chased it back to a cave, and it has a natural enemy like this. They look like the... Compies, you know, if you if you're familiar with uh, 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 Jurassic Park, you know, they're little they're bigger than Compies, but there's a whole bunch of them in this cave, and they start jumping on this <laughs> belching iguana and jacking them up <laughs> right alongside right alongside with me, and I, you see how the ecosystem that that Capcom has put into this game is playing out even with even with these demos and I'm just super excited to jump into this to this world and it's like you guys this is going to be uh, you know my destiny killer because this is what I'm going to be playing if I'm not on Dragon Ball I'm probably going to be on this so
2: very yeah. much to it, it's going to kill me because I'm going to have to prioritize between Destiny 2 and this game and Dynasty Warriors and all the games coming out early 2018. And it's just like, ah, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Maybe I'll have to grow two brains. <laughs> just clone yourself, that's
0: all. Just clone yourself, We you know, so we can play all these games and not have to worry, you know, have one go to work and earn the money and have two or three just <laughs> I can see. It. <laughs> hanging out playing games all day.
2: Well at least i have one clone like hanging out with my wife that way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so folks um That's going to do it for our most anticipated games, but uh, let me ask you guys this question real quick. While we're talking about, we've got the focus on what's coming up in 2018. Um, What would you like to see, if you can think of like one thing from the three major console manufacturers, what one thing would you like to see each of them do in 2018?
1: Um, I'll start. Um, For me, I would like uh nintendo to put some more games out pure and simple you know um just just and when i say more games i mean more quality games games that are you know that that really are you know just more rpgs more i don't know just just more games you know i guess that could be applied to xbox as well you know it's just it's just some of these systems, you know, are, are only as good as the, the, the games that they have, you know, or the experiences, you know, they give you. And it's like, um, yeah, I wish I. that's what I that's really what I want. Just just a more more games, because like all of the things that I was looking at when I was making this list, all the games, my anticipated games, like. 90% of them, more more than 95% almost, were PS4 games, you know, so it's like I, I had one, you know, which was from, uh, which was, you know, Normal Heroes, and I'm just like, and that's because I really liked, you know, you know, the, that first game that I played, and I was like, okay, something I can play on my Switch, let's do this, and so I was just like, like, wow, it was just like, you know, another game I can play on my Switch, it's gonna be fun, you know, yay, and and like I remember, we we can wax nostalgic, you know, some other time. But I just remember when when Xbox was 360, like that. That was like a go to system, and it's just like it's not anymore. And and I really like I, I sometimes I lament the fact that when I look at my my you know my you know um, my my TV you know entertainment center, and there's not a like I have a space for an Xbox, but like I just don't have. You know, just I just don't have the want to 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 put it to put it to put it there, and I'm just like, eh, you know, so and I and I want that, you know, I just want that. Um, for PS4, um, I guess for PS4, I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know. You know, um, I think PS4 is actually doing doing pretty good. You know, at at this point, I, I think they're going into 2018 strong um so i really honestly don't have anything you know for them save save just to just just keep on you know doing what you're doing um i'm glad vr is working out for you i guess i mean i don't know you know but but other than that that's that's for me you know what i hope for in 2018 just more just more varied game experiences on on consoles so uh what about you joe
2: Uh, For me, for all the console manufacturers, I want to see Microsoft come through with at least um, some more um, original IP and some more games on their um, forefront, because I just don't want to see, okay, Halo 6 is coming out of the way, Gears 5, and... Uh, you know, Forza Horizon Four. You know, even though those games would be uh, anticipated by that community, I think they need to dip their toe into and, and broaden their scope a little bit. So, hopefully, they do get that. I know on that. So um, we'll have to take a look to see what Microsoft needs to do on that front. I mean, I want you know they they can't just say you know with the Xbox One X that you know, they have the best. Uh, third-party games on their system with the best playing graphical you know fidelity at the same time i have to have a little bit more of an incentive um you know crackdown 3 is a good incentive for me but at the same time it's like i'm on that fence whether i want to buy an xbox one x uh because of that reason so So uh, as far as on the PlayStation side, uh, Sony, obviously, they just need to keep on keeping on. It seems like as of late, they haven't been as focused on focusing, focusing on the indie titles as much. Uh, There hasn't been, uh, I think uh, they kind of stepped back a little bit uh, from having all the uh, different, uh, like, you know, tentpole uh, titles, kind of like, you know, you look at Axiom Verge or N++, Galaxy you know, uh, different titles that they could put uh, as a tentpole as um, what's on their system on that. So I'm thinking that there should be more of focus on that, of course, and also, you know, just getting release dates out for the games that they've announced in uh, years past on that. Um, hopefully at E3 to kind of shore up at least, you know, they were relying on Square Enix, of course, <laughs> to get that Final Fantasy VII remake finally, you know, finally uh short up and then also you know whatever is going on with shenmue 3 as well. So, and those two definitely are something that I'm looking forward to hearing more news on on there um as far as on the Nintendo side just like you said Desmond uh uh, just I want to see the the first party games continuing to come out, and then I would love to see you know with especially with the success of the switch, um, more third party support, and I think they have that all in due course on there i think it's just the point that they're kind of lining all their ducks in a row on there and i know there's a lot of different games that i think will be announced this year for the switch on there and then they need to shore up their online account system they need to get that on board uh they need to kind of formulate what they're going to do for voice chat um i would love to see achievements of some sort introduced as well on there um you know, I don't know anything else that they could do uh, on that front, but uh, I definitely wanted the ability to be able to back up my saves too, just in case on that. So uh, that's probably what I'm looking forward to most from Nintendo and just to keep the games coming, Fire Emblem, you know, Metroid Prime 4 on there. So what do you think, Kevin?
0: Uh, for me, uh Also, uh, writing in on that, uh, some of you guys' Nintendo's uh, desires, the online infrastructure definitely needs to be shored up. I I want my individual account that's not attached to my console. So if something goes wrong or if I want to game share, uh, I I can actually do that. Or if my console breaks down, I don't have to rebuy either rebuy my games or go through a long and arduous process talking with you know someone at uh, Nintendo customer support to get them to uh, get my digital purchases over to my new system the voice chat as well all, all that has to be has to be ironed out <clears throat> the the games i think Nintendo is also uh, doing well with you know, if it wasn't for them, we would not have Bayonetta two, and may not even have Bayonetta three. We don't know. Uh, they they've been money hatting some, uh, uh, some exclusives from uh, from third party companies, and I think that's a good way to bolster your the gaps that are going to be uh, present w- with regard to getting your own first party content out there. Uh, third-party support also is good. Um, you know, the more the merrier. I don't know that they need to pursue third-party games like you know Wolfenstein necessarily. Uh, it's cool that it's available for those who would want to play a game like that on the go, or have the option to play that game like a game like that on the go. But um, I know, uh, unless I missed it. Uh, you could get that game for like 15 20 bucks on you know Xbox or playstation and they were they're asking full price for the switch version oh the, uh, or, the... or, or, yeah, and even cheaper on the on the pc side so
2: Wolfenstein 2 just went back up to sixty dollars Kevin once the holiday season is over all the games that were on sale over the holidays went back up to 60 bucks so
0: well uh, to my well, People that I had been um, uh, watching online were saying that the Switch version of the, uh, just using that game as an example, was not for sale, and maybe it was, and they just didn't see it. Uh, I already had the game on PC, so I wasn't looking for it.
2: Oh yeah, no, Wolfenstein's not out for the Switch yet. It's going to come out sometime in two thousand eighteen. So. Oh
0: okay. Yeah. But um, you know that to me, you know there there there's. Better places to play a game like that than on the Switch, but you know that's you know that's neither here nor there. Um, for Xbox, Xbox needs some games, straight up. Uh, they need some some content that is more than Halo, Forza, and Gears. So we need to get out of that that tri- that that trifecta vortex of Halo, Forza, and Gears because right that yep. that yep. can't continue. If you're going to, if you want to grow your brand, grow your base, you need, and services are cool. Game Pass, awesome. Backwards compatibility is fantastic. I, I I love that idea of being able to go back to the original console. And if I have those physical discs, be able to play them free of charge. That's a passion project that they did. Kudos to them. But that shouldn't be, that, that shouldn't be your meat and potatoes. That should be your, your. Uh, that should be your dessert, not your main course. And for me, with canceled games, with uh, canceled studios, their their, their first-party or exclusive content, I think, in my opinion, is hurt by having those games also being available on PC. I understand what they're doing and why they're doing. I get that, but I just think it, it takes away from the value of People owning your console—that's just my opinion. But bottom line is, they need some games, and they can dip into a back catalog and come up with some sequels to some games that haven't been seen in a long time. Cough, cough. Mecha Assault. Cough, cough. Um, that I personally would would be very much looking forward to. So I'd like to see that. Uh, see that. Uh, be addressed in 2018 playstation side uh i mean okay let me change my name (laughs) that's that's pretty much that's pretty (laughs) much it and that's not really something i would need to do because i didn't come i didn't name myself you know uh booty liquor 420s you know (laughs) whatever i didn't i didn't name myself something stupid when i created my psn but uh um it would be nice if you'd be able to be able to change your name. But I, I think other than that, you know, Sony's been pushing forward with some uh you know, they got their third party their third party deals uh have been beneficial for them. Their their first party is second to none uh going into twenty eighteen. Uh so they just need to be just keep, you know, doing what they're doing.
2: You guys yeah. kind of feel sad that um there's so much focus on PSVR that you're kind of missing some of the games. I, I was hoping that maybe some of the games that they brought up for PlayStation VR would have also like a, uh, a screen mode or a mode that you could actually play these games on your TV as well. That way they could kind of get this content for both sides of the fence. I don't know how you guys would feel about that. No. I actually
1: don't. I, you know, I
0: kind of, I, I kind of, I can appreciate the way that they're doing, why they're doing it that way, because they need to build a case for you wanting to have that peripheral. Yeah. Uh, mm. They've got to build, the, look, we've got these experiences that you can only get if you've got the the, the, the PSVR headset. Not only that, but they've got to, con- they're, con- they're still combating the uh, the fact that they have a record of not supporting peripherals that they bring to market. You know, hello, Wonderbook. Hello, PlayStation Vita. You know, some might argue PSP, but I don't think I don't. I wouldn't agree with that argument. Uh, but you could definitely make a case for Vita not being properly supported uh, by by uh, f- by properly by by Sony with regard to their first first party studio. So I understand why they're doing it. VR is not for me, but for those who are either already vested or considering. Uh, investing into that peripheral they need to see that this thing is going to be properly supported and i think really the only way that you the best way to do that is to put out content that needs to be played using that peripheral so it would be nice if you could play those some of those games without it um but like for the game that I, that the one vr game that i played uh, uh i can't remember the name of it now uh, where you really that game would be absolutely boring without the vr headset you know you have your friends giving you um clues on um, giving you waypoints on where you need to go and each person on their mobile tablets and you have to they have goals that they need to the objectives that they need to meet and that may include you know getting your character killed but the environment of substantial part of that environment and that kind of you know tenseness would be lost without that VR component in my opinion. So I understand why they're doing it that way. So yeah, <laughs> all right, so but uh, all right then, so we're gonna move into our news section with our extra extra content. So, Trader Joe, why don't you hit the folks with some of those news nuggets you've dug up for them?
2: Okay. All right. A uh, few things. We've got a half dozen things to talk about. Uh, first things first, uh, our number one and most anticipated game, Monster Hunter World. Um, it's getting a final beta on that. Uh, it's going to be available only on the PS4 uh, from January 18th. Uh, to January 22nd, uh, in addition to the great Jagras, Ajanteth, and Baroth quests available in the previous betas. The final beta will also allow players to battle against the uh, near Gigante, the uh, game's flagship monster. So if you want to go against the uh, top of the line, the uh, cover art monster of Monster Hunter World, um, this will be available in the beta coming up. On there.
1: Um, one quick note. Also? One quick note. It's only sure. fifteen minutes, so yeah, um, that's one thing about it. It's only fifteen minutes, um, so you have to kind of run in, try to kill it within fifteen minutes. So I, I think they're just giving you a, a taste, <laughs> a taste
0: of yes, it, a little know. taste. So first so t- hit's always free. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so don't expect. I don't expect to beat it, and if y'all do, you know,
2: kudos to you. But um, yeah, then then you, you are the true monster hunter you know so but uh, capcom has reconfirmed like uh, i think desmond you talked about earlier in the show that it will be releasing regular content updates as well as major title updates for monster hunter world free of charge after launch on there so uh the first major title update will launch in spring 2018 will add the lovable monster devil joe um which if you've played monster hunter in the past the Devil Joe, who must feed constantly and will devour anything in, in its path, and inc- even feeding on the largest of monsters with its massive jowls. It has like literally like Jay J Leno chin <laughs> de jure uh, encrusted in a, a monster um, scale on there. So Im- ima- imagine a dragon in J. Leno form, and that is the Devil Joe. And, and do not make light of the Devil Joe. The Devil Joe is a massive beast has a pain in my butt. It's been a pain in my butt in, in Series past. So, <laughs> so um, the tr- the trailer that they also introduced the Elder Dragons trailer uh, showed uh, several new and returning Elder Dragons on there. Um, they have uh, a drag a steel dragon called the Kush Dora on there. It's a beast with a body covered in metal plates and has the power to keep hunters at bay uh, by generating windstorms around itself. Uh, the Tiastra. Uh, which is a Flame King Dragon, and uh, Dodogama, which is another monster on there. It's uh, a rock-eating wyvern that possesses a unique saliva that causes rock to become explosive. So can't looking forward to that. So um, as we talked about before, Monster Underworld World is due worldwide on the PlayStation 4 and also on the Xbox One on January 26th. And they did state that the PC version will be coming out in the fall on there. So... Looks so good. Yes, on um, there. So, any comments, you guys? I'm I'm glad at least that they um, announced that the um, free content, the um, subsequent content from game release, will be free. I'm glad that they're not whipping out no season pass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, so excited, so excited. But you already heard me, you
1: know. <laughs> <so>. Yes. <laughs> Kind of wish that the beta could have been available for the
0: Xbox side. Um, I am not because I mean this is. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Not. I mean this is this is uh, now to my knowledge, Monster Hunter has been available on prior PlayStation consoles in years past. Correct?
2: Um, uh, yeah. Cap- Capcom has gone where the money has taken them. So, uh, the original Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter 2, uh, were both out for the PlayStation 2, okay. and then all the PSP versions came out. And so, like, uh, there was a PSP version of the first Monster Hunter, and then uh, also a um, Monster Hunter Freedom was like uh, basically a PSP version of Monster Hunter 2, and then they brought like the uh, Monster Hunter 2. Uh, try, although not Monster Hunter Two like Plus, which was Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, and then at that point um, they did a nefarious thing and they took a Nintendo money hat and went over to the Nintendo side. So Monster Hunter Three, Three Try, uh, Three Try Ultimate, and all the games since have been just on Nintendo and Nintendo Three DS platforms, Wii and Wii U and Three DS basically. So okay, but. Um, right.
0: But, but like, the, there's never been a history of Monster Hunter game on an Xbox platform.
2: No, it has never been released for Xbox ever. Right. I, and I think the only time it was released for Xbox was Xbox in Japan, and it was the Monster Hunter Frontier series, which is the online, uh, like, uh, uh, half-breed cousin that Capcom created in Japan Okay. on there that's n- never been any good, according to people who have played it. So, okay.
0: But it, it would just be nice to have people who have never met you know, some of these folks, you know, Xbox only people or Xbox preferred people that maybe never had the opportunity to play a, a Monster Hunter game before.
1: I get what you're saying, Kevin. I, I really do. Yeah. You know, and and while it's
2: awesome. You know, I just, you know, I, I don't yeah. know. There is some marketing involved with uh, Sony and Capcom regarding Monster Hunter World. So um, that's probably the reason why there is not a Xbox uh, beta on there. Um, you know how popular Xbox is in Japan. It's probably not at all. And so um, even though they are bringing out for the platform, in us and europe i do not think uh that uh i think it might be some sort of marketing exclusive on sony's part they have the beta exclusively on the playstation 4 console so
1: which is you know which is fine i feel yes i do i i i have a there's a sliver of sadness in my heart you know, for for Xbox users, I'm sorry that sounds mean, but you know, I, I'm just really excited. You know, for I mean, this 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 might be the reason why I get a PS4 Pro to play this game because it just it just looks so damn good. Like, I, I don't know, people are saying like, you know, oh, it's on a it's on an outdated engine, and it doesn't, and it doesn't, you know, it could be so much better. But I mean, think about it. This is just their this is just their four way back into back into consoles this is like they the foray back into you know consoles so this is them yeah saying, you know we've been gone for a while here we are you know that's why it's up to us as the consumer you know to spend money on this and to really kind of push this that way we can get a monster hunter worlds 2 with bigger environments you know more you know with more it's like that's what you gotta do you know you you gotta spend money on the things that you want you know that way you can get more of what you want. You know these are all business decisions.
2: You know? Yeah, I think I think they made a great decision to bring this multi-platform and bring it back to Sony and Microsoft and bring it new to Microsoft consoles. On here, I'm thinking with Capcom in the last few years, uh, uh, they haven't been releasing a lot of triple uh, A games, or you know they've been like Street Fighter V is only on PS4, or this game's only on this platform. When um, they should be uh, reaping, you know, getting the rewards for a franchise being on multiple platforms. I think uh, the die was cast a little bit with Monster to bring it back so that everyone can play on there. Now I don't think the servers will support cross-play between Xbox and PS4, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully, uh, there is still uh, uh, people on the Xbox side will give this game a chance even without a beta. On there, and then who knows? Maybe there will be a beta for the game uh, maybe later once the game is released, possibly so they could get a sample at least. So, who knows? Who knows? So, all right, and next news story that came out of Japan surprisingly um, an announcement. Uh, for Electronic Arts Japan stated that they'll be releasing a Burnout Paradise HD remaster in pl- for PlayStation 4 in Japan uh, March 16th. I was uh, there's excited there's, about that, too. Yeah, so no, nothing's been said on the U.S. or European fronts as of yet. So this is like a surprise announcement that came from Japan. I really seriously doubt that they're just going to bring this out in Japan only on there. So there's been rumors since early December on there. Um, there was a listing showing up in the supplier database, I guess, uh, saying that the game was coming out for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on there. Um, It's more than likely once the game does get announced that it will be brought out for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One for the rest of the world on there. So um, my opinion of Burnout Paradise, I enjoyed that game quite a bit. Um, I know at first I had trouble figuring out where I was going since it was open world on there, but after a while I played that game to death on the PS3 on there. In fact, I got close to getting the Platinum on it. And uh, I never had a chance to dip into the DLC. So um, especially with that, plus the fact of playing the game multiplayer, too. um, It's definitely going to be as soon as it shows up on a pre-order listing. I am going all in and getting it pre-ordered and getting it purchased on there. So um, it is backwards compatible on the Xbox One. So if you have Xbox 360 version of the game, it does play on the Xbox One and the Xbox One S and X on there so um any of you guys thoughts i know what desmond you just said that you're fully on board right oh yeah i love that
1: serious you know I, I was never really was really was a really big racing enthusiast so the fact that it came out um for that uh that's coming out um and i'm able to play it again and just blow stuff up i don't know that that game was always very cathartic for me so it's like you know yeah i get to run around and or drive around and blow people up, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. So think about giving
2: the game a second chance, Kevin. I know you. it
1: is a hard
0: pass, sir. Um, Really? I thought you I thought you enjoyed it. Just I love burnout, but I love burnout proper. Uh, Burnout is too fast for me to be in to be in an open world environment. It was extremely frustrating not being it. You know, I need a course. Put me on a course to get to the objective, and not have all these open... guy spent more time looking at the mini map. And the next thing I know, I've nose dived into the side of a building. So no,
1: nah. <laughs> I, okay. I, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I will I be passing. That. I will be passing on Burnout Paradise. It's just uh, I, I just don't think an open world environment benefits that the style of that game very well at all. Oh. That's just me. I know it's been. I think it's. I think it's for for a lot of folks. It's their favorite of the series. So you know, I get it, but I I, I don't learn. Yeah, well, you can learn the routes. Like, I I don't want to learn routes in burnout. I just want to. I just want to react. That's that's what that series is about to me. And if I got to learn a route, mm, and, and I'm going to spend too much time crashing into stuff. So hard pass for me on that one.
2: Okay. Well. One thing about this, though, is that this is the first time that EA has brought out an HD remaster of any sort on there. I know that they haven't really brought any like, of this like you know trend of bringing prior games out for current-gen consoles on there. So um, would you guys like to see EA dip in their back catalog, maybe a Dragon Age Origins remaster or a, a Dead Space collection of some sort? I mean, I know they just got through, you know, killing at least Dead Space, uh, with the last generation. And, you know, they have lots of IP, you know, would you want a Dante's Inferno HD remaster? Maybe. So. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it would be nice to see them do that. I, for Dead Space, I have Dead Space on PC. Um, so I got all my P's and frames there, but, um, You know, I I would really like to see some you know Burnout's my favorite arcade arcade racer next to the next to Ridge Racer, and I would love to see them you know bring bring those back. Yeah. So
2: we'll we'll see. I mean, whether it's a remaster, whether it's a relaunch. A reboot of the franchise proper. I mean, they could do like a Shadow of a Colossus type thing and reimagine the game with current gen shine or just try to spiffy up what they previously had and bring it out. But uh, just curious to see what else they could kind of bring in
0: possibly. Heck, if they'd so. give me Hot Pursuit 2, I'd be thrilled. Hot Pursuit, Hot Pursuit 2 was fantastic, it was the best Need for Speed they ever did. Uh, so if they could just give me that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be absolutely cool.
2: I know the last Need for Speed payback was supposed to be a hot piece of you know what. So it's like, know, they're, yeah, they're, they're keeping on, keeping on. I need, need to do something. So Wasn't a fan. Uh, I haven't played it. You know, I haven't played the last few Need for Speeds with that. Uh, first, that game that brought out two years ago, then just the Need for Speed is just named Need for Speed. Was you know, it's just like I don't I don't want to play Fast and the Furious. I want an Arcade Racer for God's sake, you know. And then this last one, thought, you know, had some uh, leanings of uh, some Burnout influences in it. But uh, from what everyone was saying, it was kind of grindy and filled with a lot of uh, loot box. Um, Opportunities, yes, a lot of uh, <laughs> backhandedness on there, which didn't do the game all that well. So, if you, if you are a fan of Need for Speed Payback, let us know if we're incorrect in our uh, judgment because it's all secondhand, it's all just read about other people's impressions about the game. So, on that, so but uh, next news story um, Bungie has announced that they've released a patch for Destiny 2 that will allow. Uh, People that own the game to play Iron Banner and Faction Rallies again Um, uh, First when the Curse of Osiris expansion came out They kind of farmed and put those activities behind a paywall gate On there so they have listened to the outcry in the community and have they reversed their decision to allow Iron Banner and Faction Rallies to be available for everyone that owns Destiny 2 on that so um, good move on their part. I know they're get, taking all the feedback right now about the Eververse into consideration. From what I saw, a lot of people, there's been a good movement online, at least to eliminate the Eververse or change the Eververse, because a lot of people are upset on there about it. Um, my feelings about it is, I mean, granted, stuff. some of the stuff in the Eververse is cosmetic, but some at the same time. Uh, they do have armor in there. Uh, they do have ghosts with certain abilities. And uh, the other day I was just uh, going a little bit crazy trying to grab a ghost before the end of the dawning. And I was breaking down like every damn vehicle I had, every damn uh, ship I had because I, I needed that dust. I need that dust to grab that, that um, exotic ghost because I wasn't going to wait for it to drop in a drop you know i wasn't going to buy buy bright engrams with silver at one point i bought silver thinking i would buy bright dust with it but no i only could get ingrams with bright with silver so that was my mistake so five bucks down the tubes but <laughs> <laughs> but um they're still working on it i know that everyone's kind of upset at bungie right now i think you know hmm. It is what it is on there. Um, they do have a right to b- bitch, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's just cosmetics for God's sake. I mean, I don't need to own everything, but some people might might want to own everything. So you got to give at least the avenue for them to be able to pursue it in gameplay and not having to buy it outright on there, too. So there needs to be a balance. So so I'll we'll have to see when uh, Gods of Mars comes out in March. That's the next expansion on there, so and um you know i'm looking for the gods of mars because uh, i want to kill cabal i love killing cabal i love that pop that they make when you pop them in the helmets. So, mm-hmm. yeah so um any thoughts you guys on this or the state of destiny 2 right now i know desmond you're a uh, a big pass right now on it right
1: yeah i'm just not into destiny at the moment you know maybe i'll come back maybe i won't i don't know just i don't know just uh, there's just other games, you know, tugging at me right now, and just that's season's not one of them. So. Yeah. Kev, what about you? Um,
0: I don't know. It's uh, I mean I've, i got the season pass, so I'm 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 going to be you know checking out the content, but I just have to wonder if these Bungie missteps, whether they're actual or perceived, it's Bungie is has been catching heat from the you know the destiny community. Uh, some things I think have been fair, other things I don't think have been fair. I wonder how this is going to affect the 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 longevity of this game. Um, meaning is it are we going would we see because I think the franchise is is successful that this game has been successful enough to warrant. Uh, a sequel to it, but I wonder if some of the, the some of the backlash is going to undercut the longevity of this particular game.
2: So you think maybe it might be a two year uh, cycle versus a three year cycle with yeah. this
0: one? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of wondering if that if it's going to go that route, and maybe there's just going to be a Maybe longer breaths between updates, perhaps even smaller updates than what, we're with, than what we had with de- the the first Destiny, and just kind of just an abbreviated period with this game until Destiny three comes out, because I think they've, they, they it warrants a sequel. It's going to warrant a sequel. And I just kind of wonder if maybe there's just going to be longer periods of non-activity while Bungie goes back and rethinks and figures out what what went wrong and applies all of those uh, corrections to Destiny 3. I wonder. You know, time will tell. But, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I think someone just can't from help uh, but wonder about that. Well, no, I think someone from Kotaku, I guess there was an article that came out Recently, once they were talking about how, how uh, I guess one of the lead guys left, and how Luke Luke Smith had to take over from it, and when he became, I guess one of the directors, you know, and how they repitched everything to Activision, with uh, they repitched everything to Activision, um, and they had to basically had sixteen months to build Destiny Two or something like that, and they had and because it was just too it was just too uh, cumbersome, or they didn't have enough time to make the, the the extra content to get these, you know, this DLC, and so they proposed uh, the um, they proposed to have the Eververse Trading Company become a bigger part. That way, they can kind of get more money to supplement them between these dry patches. And um, it's a very interesting article. Um, a couple of YouTube. Uh, uh, and streamers were talking about it, so you might want to. I think it was a Kotaku uh, article. You can talk about it and just see, you know, what what's going on with Destiny Two, and it just seems like if this is if this is actually an honest and an honest to God, you know, you know, uh, to read, retell and retelling, but just like a, an account of what happened uh, with the making of Destiny Two, it, it kind of you know it, it kind of rocks my faith personally. And in the developer seeing you know what what they are trying to do like I get it it's tough to make games you know but but again maybe this is not I talked about it on the last last show you know this is not games for my in my opinion not all games not all games should be uh, through a service format you know where, where where you know you should just I feel sometimes you sh- you should just build a game let stand. You know and then go on you know to, to something else you know having this one ip that is your bread and butter i just i just think that that's not something that you can do uh realistically unless you have like you know thousands and thousands of people working on it you know around the clock and that's just what they do you know but in that case you, you might as well just you know do a traditional mmo and keep on you know going but yeah. But I think this and this, this and kind we, of hybrid thing, this, high, this this kind of hybrid thing they're doing right now, I just don't think it's working, and I think the consumers are responding as with as such.
0: And let's not forget, we've got EA with Anthem, who is just watching all of this go down.
1: Oh, hell yeah!
0: And you know, they've got people taking notes, taking names. They've already come out and said that Anthem's loot boxes will only be aesthetic only. Um, you know that EA is just kicking back and looking, okay, so this is where they screwed up, they screwed up here, they screwed up there, they screwed up there, and they've got the resources to make to potentially just serve Destiny its its lunch, you know, potentially. You know, they've got, uh, uh, from what little we've seen, it's got an interesting aesthetic, it's got... um you know, mechs. You know, you got me there, or mech suits rather. Um, and I think there is the potential for them to come to swoop in and just take a huge chunk of that that share that 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 Bungie has that has has garnered through Destiny by simply by not doing the mistakes, perceived or not, real or or perceived, you know, real perceive whatever just not doing those things that they did you know i think there's a there is some potential for anthem to come in and just kind of swoop all swoop those folks away so i guarantee ea is paying very close attention to the uh, to bungee's issues right now
2: all right good deal good discussion on that Uh, Next news story caught my eye this week, Um, a new wrestling game, and not a new wrestling game. This game's already been announced last year, but uh, as part of the Wrestle Kingdom event for New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, they had an announcement uh, for a video game, and so a lot of people were anticipating, hoping it wasn't a mobile game being announced, and they did announce that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling will be part of Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is uh, was announced last year for PlayStation 4 and also for PC. So um, basically what they're doing is that they're going to have the New Japan Pro Wrestling license in Fire Pro Wrestling World on there, including a story mode with it that you can become a um, young wrestler trying to aim To win the prestigious uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which is the top uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling belt on there. So um, the game was early access on Steam earlier this year, back in July, but it was fully released last month in December on there. Uh, They are working on a PS4 version, which will be coming out this summer uh, on that console. So... Excited because um, I've been a wrestling game fan in the past. I've played plenty of uh, WCW wrestling games on the N64. I think in WWE 2K series is kind of stale. You know, I've kind of followed WWE a little bit, but not too much. And I I pretty pretty much would like a more. move driven wrestling game i'm more of a fan of actual wrestling versus all the showmanship on that you know it's kind of a contrast in terms because you know wrestling is in of itself showmanship but uh you know i I like to see you know the crazy pile drivers the moves i'm the big fan of the moves and so i think that's what uh fire pro wrestling world will kind of bring to the table and especially with the license with new japan pro wrestling they're kind of on the up and up right now uh, with uh, Chris Jericho uh, wrestling Kenny Omega just recently and then wrestling in Wrestling Kingdom 12, that recent pay-per-view that did just happened this week. So um, excited on this. Uh, Kevin, any excitement towards uh, new wrestling coming out in a different wrestling game other than WWE? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Potentially, yes.
0: Uh, I The last great wrestling game that i played was probably the um oh gosh it's the one that had all the rappers in it the second one on playstation 2 but the
2: def def jam
0: battle yeah def jam wrestling i loved that game um i I, I would be and this is the this is that series that has all so many options that you can basically recreate any wrestler
2: Correct, yeah. Okay. Fire Pro Wrestling. Fire Pro. Yeah, pretty much uh, it's been out since like NES or Super NES days on there. In fact, Suda51 kind of got us starting the business working for Spike Chunsoft <laughs> doing mm-hmm. Fire Pro Wrestling games. So there's one Fire Pro Wrestling game that came out for uh, Super Famicom in Japan that has like a crazy ass storyline that was all pinned by Suda51, believe it or not. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like you can go on to sites and download, like, you know, you want, you want to play Triple H, you can download a whole bunch of different Triple H versions and, you know, yeah, that type are... of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if they have a good, if they have a good combat mechanic, good combat mechanics, um,
2: I'm definitely, we be, be won't check it out. I think it would be a great multiplayer game for us, for our community, too, once it does come out. I can imagine running a Fed where I'm going to have to fight Alberto like every week or something for <laughs> the Intercontinental Belt or something. Or, you know, <laughs> where me and Desmond are going to tag team or something against Kevin and like uh, Surgeon Fire or something. You know, I, I could imagine all the shenanigans that could possibly come up <laughs> on that. Mm-hmm. So any thoughts, uh, Desmond, or you're not a big fan of wrestling games?
1: uh never was really a big fan but hey you know if if we can if i can suplex you it's fine i'll
2: do it <laughs> yeah uh, i'm i'm one to where you know if if nintendo decided to hd the original pro wrestling from the nes onto the switch i would <laughs> gladly throw my money at whatever i need to throw my money at so hopefully with their uh if they have a virtual console or something going on, it could grab pro wrestling at some point too. So, all right. And next uh, thing I want to mention, and we talked about this a little bit, uh, when we're playing on PSN last night, but, uh, there was a tweet from, uh, Hideki Itsuna, which is a producer, uh, game director and designer at Capcom on there. And he's been kind of tweeting at fans, for the last year um, just letting him know what he's been up to and uh, uh, his recent tweet at the beginning of the new year uh, said happy new year I'm sorry that I cannot present a new project last year the development of the project is now under climax I am making a great game so please expect it so you know obviously he's On it, and so he's been the director of previous Capcom games in the past, including uh, the best entries in the Devil May Cry series as well as the Dragon's Dogma series as well. So he's also directed entries in the Rival School and Power Stone series, if you believe it or not. Has a good pedigree on there. So a lot of people have been rumor mongering and and kind of thinking there was a DMC five announcement that was supposed to drop down near the Game Awards and PSX last month. But uh, you know, any speculation you guys, as far as what you want to see, I would say all of the above. I'm down. So
0: pretty much all of the above, yeah. Would it be a trip if it was another power stone? <laughs> that would be. That would be. That'd be kind of awesome. cool, actually. Another that would stone? be, be kind of awesome. cool. Yes, I, I, I would do backflips for that because I did enjoy the. Uh, the second one. Was it the second one that came out was import that came out for
2: Both Japan? of them came out for yeah, both of them for Dreamcast? for Dreamcast. Yeah. They both came out here too. So Oh they did? Okay.
0: Yeah. I've got somewhere in my room I have the um imp- I think there's the Japanese one. I've, I got I've got one and I've got two. But one yeah. of them is imported, the other one is American. It's
2: from the it, US. It, it, it kinda sucks, you know, this is like a side topic that Capcom kind of changed a lot once the Dreamcast died because there was a lot of IPs that they brought out for that system that kind of lingered at that time and never been revisited, like uh, Rival Schools and Power Stone. And, you know, you think of all the games that uh, they brought, like Tech Romancer, if you remember that one, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I could probably think of more, uh, like Plasma Sword. <laughs>
0: so- oh, gosh, I love Plasma Sword.
2: yeah Yeah. so i mean just to think that you know all the games at capcom capcom at one point was like a beast on there they were almost considered almost like a first party because the amount of support that they offer for the dreamcast at the time on there and they really put their weight behind uh that you know i kind of missed the capcom from past years you know the one that decided to put all their um, titles on the Nintendo GameCube versus the ps2 mm-hmm. and Xbox and decided to support Nintendo at that point so so and just looking to see Capcom kind of getting their groove back a little bit as well so uh, hopefully either DMC 5 or Dragon Dogma 2 or hell new IP uh, bring it on so any thoughts Desmond
1: Dragon's Dogma 2
2: yes <laughs> i think it will be only only because we got a
1: remaster so it just seems like that would it makes sense to do it well while, while it's fresh in people's minds yeah you know? but hey you know people people love um call it um devil may cry i never really played it so so who knows you know i'll be happy with it whatever comes out honestly probably
0: for sure. I'm thinking it's probably Devil May Cry. I would love to see another uh, Dragon's Dogma, but with Monster Hunter World, you know, kind of taking that, that kind of, you know, even though it's different, takes play, you know, it's not, you know, sorcerers, wizards, and magic. It's still kind of sort of in that same vein a little bit. I, I'll Even though I would love to see one, I don't know if we're going to, if we would actually get that uh get that announcement uh with monster hunter world uh, just literally getting ready to hit the shelves um but yeah I, if they give me another uh, if they give me another devil may cry i'll be happy and, or any of any of the above i'd be happy but uh, my money's probably on dmc
2: all right and then last but not least last news story for this episode uh, Platinum Games is preparing to self-develop, uh, develop and self-publish a new IP. They've been kind of working in the background for the last year, eternally to that. Even though they're working on you know major titles like Bayonetta and Grand Blue Fantasy, on that, uh, that they're wanting to actually kind of dip their toe out on their own. On there, So within the last year, Platinum Games have, has accepted over 70 design documents internally for new game pitches on there. But they have narrowed, narrowed things down to two concepts that they may choose to pursue on there. Uh, they've talked about basically to where they want to get a smaller team in-house to kind of iterate on new game concepts on there. So they're looking at um, a team of about 20 people all in total. On there, and it's going to have a budget between an indie game and a triple A game on there. So, um, they don't have the money to pony up. They did state in an interview, um, uh, head of development and producer, Itasushi Inyaba, uh, commented that uh, we cannot put together a triple A 10 million plus game, but we don't have the sort of cash as an independent developer to do that. However, we do not plan to go the Indies route with just a few people making a game, so uh, they're going to judge on about the middle, have about 20 people working on it on there. So it's going to be a healthy size of that, and as far as it being uh, what type of game it might be, it says that uh, they know that Platinum Games has been also, you know, their motif, their their jam is uh, crazy hardcore action, and so... That's what they're looking to create in these independent titles on there. So, but at the same time, uh, you know, they're not going to go off on the deep end and make some like princess making um, princess clothing, making game or something crazy (laughs) off the wall on that. So uh, they're, they're condensate of the fact that they're known for action and crazy action at that. So, Mm -hmm. so they're going to continue to make AAA games with other publishers because they don't have the cash flow to take the risk to do only self published games, but they still want to still create as well. So, so good to know that they're kind of working on doing some self publishing at least. Uh, hopefully, they get their game out, you know, we'll have to see what they come out with. And I think the sky's the limit, in my opinion. So,
0: yep. And well, I mean, we know that you don't need a huge. Uh, a production team to come up with a what a, what looks like a triple A action title. I mean, we saw that at PSX uh, last year uh, with uh, oh gosh that that, that Hellblade. Uh, no, that well, yeah, you could say that it was Hellblade, but I'm talking about the one I was at PSX this past December uh, from China Games, or is made by one guy using Unreal Engine three. Uh, kind of a cross between Devil May Cry and Final Fantasy and aesthetics. Uh, really, really hard action game. I just can't remember the name of it. Um, but anyway,
2: uh, yeah, you know what yeah. you're talking about. You know what I'm uh, talking about. Uh, so, let's see here. Mm-hmm. On the fly, on the fly. Let's see here. Now, now don't don't worry about it. Yeah, I could research it, but yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm
0: talking? You know the game I'm talking about.
2: Yeah.
0: Um that was done by one guy using Unreal Engine 3. So if if Platinum with their with their talents and skills in the action uh arena, I am not concerned at all with them talking about having budgets between indie and AAA because I know they've got the skill sets Uh, to produce some fantastic content. And it sounds like with this kind of, I don't know if we'd call it a a reduction, because I don't really know how big that core team was to begin with. Um, It sounds like there's going to be some really exciting uh, A-team content coming from that studio. and I, I, I can't wait to see what they bring
2: to the table. Awesome. All right, <laughs> all right, good deal. That's that's our news for this week. Cool. Well, all right. Well, <clears throat> folks, we're going to give you our contact information,
0: and uh, we've got a contest coming up. We want to hear what games you're looking forward to in 2018, and you can either you can tweet those to us at Gaming Vessels on Twitter. You can tweet that to us individually. I'm at Shonuf71. Trader Joe is at Kamunagara, K-A-M-U... I mean, I'm sorry. That's, that's your PSN. I'm sorry. Yeah, Joe Fongul, okay. J-O-E, <laughs> at J-O-E, uh, F-O-N-G-U-L. Dez is at uh, NemoCub, N-E-M-O-C-U-B on Twitter. On uh, And, uh, of course, our podcast email is... Is gaming vessels at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach reach us on any one of those uh, channels. And what we'd like to hear from you is your most anticipated, your top what three, top three most anticipated titles in uh, 2018. And we're going to run a contest. Our entries will be read on an upcoming on our on one of our upcoming shows. And once. We're going to run those entries through a random generator and that lucky person will get the opportunity to receive the standard version of one of their most anticipated titles for 2018 for uh, their platform of choice. So get those uh, get those, entrance, uh, those entries uh, at those uh, contact points that I just mentioned and we look forward to hearing uh, from you, our listeners, as to what has you most hyped. Most hype for 2018 uh, as coming down the pike. I so, um, yep. <clears throat> so with that, folks, I think we will be bringing episode one of season two to a close. We want to thank you for uh, again. We said that we said this last year, but I just want to uh, say thank you for uh, listening to us. Uh, 2017 was our debut year as a, as a podcast. I I know I have been thoroughly enjoying doing this show with you fine gentlemen uh, and I look forward to the show's uh, evolution in 2018 and we hope that you, our listeners, are going to stick with us and be along uh, with us for that ride. Looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, you know, it definitely I definitely mean, feel really excited. You know, I enjoyed doing this last year. Uh, I mean, it's cool because I could continue with the podcast with you, Kevin. You know, I know you love gamer husbands, and you know, Desmond, you've been my friend for longer than I even know. I mean, so it's just uh, great that we all three could get together and uh, just, you know, the gift of gab and talk about games. You know, so
0: absolutely, absolutely.
2: So, folks, I am Shona of seventy-one.
0: He is the Bay Area Terra Dez. And that is Joe Funk, Ghoul Trader Joe, the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar. And we <laughs> will see you next week with episode two of gaming, uh, gaming, of season two of Gaming Vessels podcast.
2: Peace.